What a piece of junk! This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off! If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk. episode of the Shattered Order podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me, as as, as always, is my uh, workout hyped friend, Wink. What's up, Wink? What's up? <laughs> I, I don't really have much to say besides that. How are you? I'm, well, okay. I'll, uh, that's a good question. I was literally... Feeling like I was going to die from Sunday night till Tuesday night. And then I got off work and magically I was not sick anymore. So this weird thing happened where I got sick on Sunday morning, was sick the entire work week, and then got better when work ended. And since I had no more sick days, I just got to enjoy the the just hell of being at work all night while you're coughing your head off. It was great. That's always fun. Yeah. So Very my week exciting. has not been amazing, but it's been pretty good. So I'm not sick now, I'm, so I'm not complaining. <laughs> well, that is definitely good because uh, doing a podcast while you're sick kind of sucks. Oh, dude, my voice was so ripped up like two or three days ago. I was like, man, if we have to do the podcast, if I'm still like this when we do the podcast, it's going, people are going to be mm. like, who's Wink's special guest? Yeah. I know the feeling because <clears throat> I'm not sure if I sound normal, but uh, where I was working, there was a lot of mowing going on. Plus, I'll be honest, I've been singing in the truck a lot, which might not be a good thing. Uh, you know, just <laughs> testing some lyrics for something that may be coming. Hey, uh, have you been working oh. on your new punishment? I have been. Mm. And I, uh, I've i almost moved out of the rough draft phase into the uh, production phase, so... There's that. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Um, so is so is there going to be like a video aspect to this one? Well, we shall see. That depends on how well people cooperate. I'll say this. I think <laughs> if you do a video with it, I think that would count as two punishments gone. Oh, great. Because that's well, a lot of extra production time, you know. I, I feel like that should count. This time next week, I will be in Orlando, on a plane, actually, to Orlando. So I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that in a week's time, but we'll see what happens. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> May have to wait till you get back. Who knows? We'll see. All right, cool. Um, 
Community contest? What in the world is all this about? All right, so if you haven't seen our Discord, if you have not seen it on Twitter, if you don't follow us in those places but you listen to the podcast, now is the time to join Discord. We have a community contest going on right now, and this is how it goes. If you joined our podcast server between August 20th, was it August 20th? Yes, it's August. Yes, August 20th and August 30th, you will be eligible for a special prize. So if you join between August 20th and August 30th and you reach the Womp Rat rank in our podcast Discord, which is also rank three, then you will be eligible for a... um, Midnight Blue Yeti and Ooh. Overwatch Bundle. So it's so sweet. sexy. Not gonna lie. Oh, dude, the thing is, man, the blue that blue. I wish it was oh. around when uh, I bought my my Yeti because you know, <laughs> right me and my blue. You yeah, can still see the blue on my wall from behind me. But that thing is, it looks good. It comes with the comes with the game. So pretty sweet deal. Um, the and all you got to do is join the Discord. Join our community and start engaging with people and just enjoy the chat. So I mean, that sounds like between a those pretty dates simple and talk, way. Pretty simple. Yeah. So it'll you'll be eligible for it in that time. We'll pick all the people that meet those requirements, and then we will uh, pick a name out of a hat, and then we will announce the prize. So if you're interested in that, or if you have friends that you are interested in getting into the podcast or the community, this is the perfect time to send them over because, hey, who can resist free stuff? It's a good way to get them into it if they've ever been 100%. against it before. So, yep, that is what we've got going on right now. Indeed. And, and as far as community goes, I wanted to bring up another thing and just kind of uh, talk about there's a new podcast. Yeah, you know. There's a new podcast out there called Swaga Talks, and it Ooh. is hosted by our new fr- or by our new friends, old friends, A. Lewis 12 and Ringer. So if you are interested in that, they have a Twitch, Swaga Talks. I don't know what their Twitter is, but uh, in our Discord, so if you join our Discord for the community contest, they're in there hanging out with us, talking all the time. So you can find out information from them there about their podcast. For sure. And I want to say this as well. Don't miss out on Cantina Vizsla as well. They've been around for a while now. And if you haven't heard of them, Stan and Sparrow are awesome. They've been so, on the show, too. They have. So I know you... <laughs> so surely you've heard that. Everybody knows that Stan has maximum booty knowledge, so... <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yes. That's true. So Cantina, Vizsla, and Swugga Talks. Check them out if you haven't before. Indeed. And also, thanks to First Order Wookiee for the uh, cheers. Cheers. Yes, appreciate it. Cheers, um, my friend. I figure since we're talking about podcasts, so... My fantasy football podcast, we've got two episodes out. Uh, thank you to everybody that's already subscribed and checked it out. Uh, you know, any feedback you want to give me, please let me know. We're going to be recording a few more episodes this week, so we'll be getting some more out. Uh, and you haven't checked it out and you like fantasy football, make sure you go check it out. Dynasty Diehards is the podcast name. You can search it in iTunes. Uh, feed will also be in the show notes, so if you want to check that out, I would appreciate it. For sure. Um, well, this next thing is this. 
<laughs> Uh-oh. Not this again. Do you, do you hear stuff? I hear you talking. Oh. What have you done? Oh god. <laughs> I Okay, so so this week something else is I did a video covering uh, Aura Sing. So if you haven't checked that out, go to our YouTube, youtube.com slash shattered order pod. You'll, you can check that out. Uh, I didn't promote it much. I'll be honest. I really wasn't happy with the production quality. I've been kind of frustrated. Uh, my free trial on final cut pro kind of ended and going back to iMovie is awful. And I had tech issues and I did, I recorded stuff and then I ended up deleting it on accident cause I'm an idiot. And I was so incredibly frustrated, but I am upgrading my software very soon because I cannot handle it anymore. So I'm going to start putting a little bit more effort into videos. Uh, but we'd appreciate if you would go subscribe to our YouTube channel. Something else I think we're going to start doing is trivia for sure. And maybe another segment each week from the show, we're going to start putting up on YouTube, you know, like maybe a what? 10, 15 segment or 10 to 15 minute segment or so. And yeah, you know, just to let people check out because that would be pretty cool. So, uh, yeah. All right. So, re iPad has restarted. So let's try this again. Yeah, we're not hearing it. Well, I'm not hearing it either. <laughs> Dan, do you know what you do every week whenever we start this show? What do I do every? You, you come to me and you... S oh, I ask you to check your soundboard? Yes, yeah. yes. I forgot today. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Hmm. Actually, I, I, think I, I think I thought of that when you were going to take your, your six bites of chicken or whatever you were doing. Yeah. Oh, that's... <laughs> hey, like, I hear something. Well... There we go. All righty then. Um, it's apparently hey, It this wouldn't be an episode of the Shattered Order podcast without if there wasn't issues. a little sound issue. That is It's totally okay. True. 112 episodes. Maybe by episode 224, we'll be crisp and clean, and there will be no tech issues. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's totally true. So, all right. <laughs> here we go. Hey, guys. What did you do in Swoga this week? All right. Uh, it is time to talk about what we did in Swoga this week. This was actually a pretty exciting week for me. Um, I converted Treya shards into shard shop currency. Yay! I I really <laughs> apologize to everyone who is still farming or has not unlocked or who don't even have Treya shards yet. I do feel really bad about saying that. However... As a personal accomplishment, I am very happy about it. So I got her 7-star, gear 12, 3 out of 6 on the gear 12 pieces. Um, so that's... Let me just look. Where As are I've you said at? before, I don't have... Our, our raid times, I kind of set them to be best for everyone, and that kind of screwed me in the process. So yeah. I am currently 69 out of 85, so I'd be happy if I got 6-star in the next couple weeks that'd yeah, be cool you're, get, you're getting close <laughs> yeah, yeah 60 let's see that's about that's probably four raids away four nice raids. so two weeks actually i'll be gone a week so hopefully whoever plays for me 
you know, fixes that. Yeah. Vassar Akai has converted 10, so I feel less bad because I only converted 7. Um, so, so we can divert all the, the hatred to uh, <laughs> Vassar Akai. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so I got my tray finished. I have 100 compl- 100% completely maxed my Darth Scion. Both Gear 12 Dude, Plus pieces and everything. Yes, he is a total freaking monster. Um, I added a Gear 12 Plus piece to RJT, made her a little bit faster. It seemed to, ironically, just that six speed seemed to make my run a lot better. I got 5.3 without much effort. So, yeah, that is pretty exciting. Uh, I took Sunfock to Gear 12. So I'm using his ship, obviously, as a reinforcement, which is super awesome. Uh, it's been working really well. I finished farming ISC and Gar Saxon. And let's see. That is pretty much most of it. I'm still I'm getting pretty close on Holdo. And I am farming some other characters that we'll talk about here shortly. But something really weird happened last week that I was going to mention. I totally forgot about. September 2016. Wink. Me. I went on the forums and I made a post. I was asking what the what crit damage up percentage was, like when old Ben died, and mm-hmm. a, and last week I got the answer. And yeah, so somebody referenced gaming fans post where it, you know, they have their buff list. I would have laughed even harder had they read referenced uh, my debuff list that I have on. Our, our website, that would have been absolutely <laughs> hysterical. But literally two years after making a post, somebody somehow tracked down a post two years old and <laughs> made a comment on it. I was like, I was like, dude, you're two years late. Like, come on. Like, that's awesome. But yeah. at least listen, the guy was trying to be helpful. He, he, I, I, I'll give him that. He How was, he found that post is beyond. That's me, what, I, that's what I want to know. It's what I should have asked. I'm like, I, like, how did you track this down? I have no idea. Like, that's very impressive. So who knows? That's crazy. That's nuts. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Indeed. So what did you do this week in Swaga? So I... I told you I was close. Uh, I was at 2.9 million galactic power for a long time, but now I finally have hit 3 million, gone over that mark. Um, I remember you talking about it a long time ago, and I think back then I was still in like 2.6. So I finally hit 3 million, and I did it with style by uh, leveling up uh, Coruscant Underworld Police to level 68, and that got me... Over the three million mark, and I took a screenshot. Nice. So if you haven't seen it, it's on our Twitter, and it's pretty funny. But yeah, so I hit three million galactic power. That was nice. I also seven. This is why I was talking about Scion because there is a noticeable jump in the, what the damage he does between gear eleven and gear twelve. Because I got him seven star this week, finished his nodes, hard node, and subsequently got him to gear twelve, three out of six, and. That dude now on even just his basic sometimes will just destroy people. It's amazing. I love it. Nice. So totally digging him. That's it's. Um, I meant to write this down. I, I, I'm sitting here thinking you reminded me something when you were talking and the goldfish memory made it pop away and <laughs> go away and I couldn't write it down, but it just came back talking about Scion. 
Another accomplishment I got this week was over a 30-day average, I finally moved my arena rank down to a top 10 rank. Ooh. So now my arena, average arena rank is 10. Um, Very nice, probably, I like it. Probably won't ever be better than that, because if you ever look at my chart on my Swaga, uh profile page, it kind of, it's it's like a, it's like a heart monitor because it'll stay at one for like three <laughs> or four days and then it'll drop down when I go to work and I'm, I can't find it pay out and then it jumps back up to one for a while and then drops back down. It's it's pretty funny. But yeah, the uh, top 10 ranked now average. So that is much better than the 90 I had about four months ago. So I'm pretty proud of that. And... Uh, Isaiah's Asajj's leader ability today. Um, for the for the mo the the phase I hit the most in heroic Sith raid is phase four, and half the time I'm just sitting waiting for the garbage time because that's the only time I can I'm ever there or around when the when the raid's going on. But I but if I had a good Night Sister team, which I have everyone at gear eleven, I just never have used them. I figure I could do damage to start the phase and then do the, all the, the garbage damage or whatever. So I Zeta the Saj leader, and I think my new... Now that I've got all my murder bears to gear 12, I think I'm going to start getting nice. my Night Sisters to gear 12, and then I'm Woo. 20 out of 100 on, on zombie still. So I might start buying her shards with crystals and Good idea. make it a little quicker, and then hopefully I'll be able to at least start hitting phase four and getting some better scores and hopefully hit some of the other ones going forward. But yeah, I think I'm going to work on night sisters now. And I started that with Asajj's lead and quickly got brought down to, uh, to the reality when I thought a 3% run on my first try without ever, uh, using night sisters before was good. And it ended up being like 300,000. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, really nice. This is terrible. Yeah. All right. Well, not, I'm not have to great work on that. So, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Night Sisters new project. That's that's what I've been doing. But that's that's my been my week. So, oh, I also managed to miss three raids this week by not registering. So, another personal best. Oh um, man. Hopefully not to beat that again next week. Because, God, I hate when I realize I didn't just hit the join button when I was in game thirty times. So yeah, good times. Yeah, but whatever, it's all good. Cool. Yeah, for sure. Well, it, so uh, that that that's pretty much it. Like nothing else. All right. It's, I know it's been like four weeks of new so pod polls. So hold on. Hit that sweet new sounder. Uh, actually, hold on, because I got something for you. However. I want to mention to everybody that's <laughs> listening, because you may not know about this. I want to mention it before we get there. We Come have on. a big, huge, fat change coming to trivia this week, and we are very excited to announce it. Uh, as per Raspbear, as we discussed last week on iTunes, who actually suggested this to us, this week we are introducing Kahoot as our medium for playing trivia. So all of you guys out there listening, download the Kahoot app, create an account, and what we'll do, when we get to the trivia segment, we are going to announce what the game pin is for this week. You will enter that pin in the app, and you will get to do trivia against us. 
So you'll be able to go and see the leaderboard and see how everyone's competing against us and how everyone's doing. We're really excited about it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun to get to see you guys' scores and everything against us. We're pretty excited. So uh, make sure you go and download Kahoot. For, that is K-A-H-O-O-T with an exclamation point. No idea why that exclamation point's there, but whatever. Uh, make sure you go download that from the App Store or your uh, Google store or whatever it's called and uh yeah so that is going to be a lot of fun now um i can't wait uh let, excited let's for this okay okay um yeah I, I i don't really know i don't have much of a sound drop so the whole sound drop thing we should can we just move past this please yeah so uh it's poll time oh i see what you're doing <laughs> all right all right it reminded so. me that i needed my other device for the uh, trivia section so i had to go run and grab it but i got it now <laughs> now i'm sweating even more than i was before nice so good deal and he keeps going away i don't understand what the man's doing uh so <laughs> why don't you... If you want me to tell you i can mm-hmm. i think i figured out what that static was the fan was on Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah. So I, if from this point on the sound is better on the podcast, you now know why, because I was an idiot and left the fan on. I do a lot of post-production so to make this thing sound spectacular. Actually, you know, I do <laughs> I do my best. I'm not an audio engineer, I, but, you know, I may cut it out. All right. Well, uh, for anyone who's downloaded the app and want to know what the pin is, when we get to the chat or when we get to the trivia the first thing we'll do is give everyone the pin and then we can all punch it in at the same time and get going with it and then we'll be good from there indeed so if you're wondering what the pin is we will tell you later and if you if you don't you're not here for trivia we're going to post the pin in discord in the announcement section after the podcast so that anyone that wasn't here will be able to try trivia try their hand at the trivia later on so all right so so poll what was the question this right. week, Dan? All right, so something weird happened yesterday. I was sitting in our voice chat on Discord, talking with some of the community members, and uh, something weird happened. I got a client restart at like 11 p.m., and uh, we're going to talk about this later on in the podcast, but there was a what I consider a giant update Ooh, <laughs> that yes, went it was. live. In the middle of the night. Totally and, unexpected. Uh, yeah. So, I like, I literally, we were talking in the in the voice chat, and I'm like, okay, I remember once in the past, someone pushed something to the live game that was supposed to go to a test server, and it got taken taken off because, uh, you know, it was a mistake or whatever. Yeah. And I, I couldn't help but think that this was a mistake and was pushed to the wrong place when it happened. But apparently it was meant to be, and that's... Here it is. But uh, So there was a mid... I call it the Midnight Mod Patch. And, uh, yeah, so the questions for the podcast poll this week were about that Midnight Mod Madness Patch. So if you don't know anything about it, when well, we talk about it later, yeah. these questions should set you up for it <laughs> pretty well. But, Indeed. uh we had 92 responses, so thanks to everyone that went out there and filled that out. Uh, that was really cool. You guys brought uh, the first sausage. Question. <laughs> brought the sausage. Perfect. Beautiful. 
<laughs> 92 responses. First question was, it's been over 16 hours. Are you used to the new mod colors yet? So before I read what the percentages were, what was your answer? Yes, I am actually very used to it, and I love it. Which I'll explain why later, but yeah. What, what was your answer? Still looks weird to me. Yeah. So I said, no, I'm not used to it yet. It's weird looking, but... Um, <laughs> I think the most annoying part of it for me to right now that I still got to get used to is thinking my mods aren't leveled. <laughs> because I see different colors and I think, yeah. why haven't I leveled these mods yet? I, I have had that freak out a couple times. Oh, crap. <laughs> like that, I don't know why. That reminds me of something else I did this week was actually finally gear up Sith Trooper. How did I forget that? Got him to gear 12. I love my Sith Trooper. That guy's a he trooper. Uh, that made me think of it because he has very <laughs> colorful mod set on him at the moment. Um, it is, uh, he has quite the variety. So, Rainbow yeah, he's, Trooper. He's awesome. I've been holding much better with him. On point. <laughs> All right. So the uh, 48% said no. So we're in the same boat as me. And 36 or 39% said yes. And uh, so almost a little 10% difference there, but at least 12% of people said they'll probably never be used to it. Yeah, I and those are the like just that. the OCD people. Yeah, exactly. Want yeah. everything the same color. Yep. I mean, it's, it's possible for you to make them the same color. You might in, give up optima, optimization that way, but <laughs> who knows? If you start slicing mods, they'll all be gold anyway, right? That's, that's, that's true. Eventually. Yeah, so eventually it, you won't God, have to God, I can't wait it. for that update. Just start I'm farming so the crap out of uh, mod salvage. Oh, that's another question. Okay, did well, you have yeah. all? <laughs> did you have all your high secondary mods pre-leveled before the patch hit? Yes. If you My didn't, answer, you need to no. listen to this show more. What I, the hell, dude? Damn it, Dan! How I, how long have I been talking about this? Okay, well, let me preface this by saying. There were probably only five or six that worked. Like, I had gone through and done all of mine, but except for the ones I recently bought because I thought that it wasn't happening till September or something. I thought, didn't Carrie say that this was coming, like, not in August? So I assumed no, it was September. No, they, they didn't specify when at all. They, so a couple then, weeks ago, they I, it, said, and I could have thought weeks, it was coming so. in September or October then. Uh. I didn't know it would be this week. But anyways, it's only five mods. I don't care, whatever. Um, I'm disappointed. Not to mention, three out of the five were gold, so nothing changed for them anyway. So That's fair. Totally fine. But uh, 60, 60, yeah, 75% of people said yes, they were, and 25% said no. So for the most part, everyone was right there. Three out of four people had their mods ready to go. Um... Let's see here. Shame, goodnight, punk. That's something I hear often. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. On a scale of one to five, five being the best and one being the worst, how have your drop rates for mod slicing material been? So I'm interested what your number is. I don't remember what I... Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Drop rates? Yeah, I remember what I put. It was a one. I, because I only put a one. This is the only reason I put one. That is because zero was not available. I mean, wow, I've, I, I've got a couple, but 
all how I'm, much is a couple? How much total do you think you have so far? I think five. I'm curious if our numbers are similar and our de- num are like the percentage. I put a three, I, so I put right in the middle, just average. I think I've got five or six salvage, but I've literally spent all of my energy. I haven't done anything that wasn't a hard node. It's all hard nodes. That's the only thing I do. And at right, the, right. I, now. Pretty much all so, I've done today and yesterday before midnight were hard nodes. And I say I would probably say in fifty sims I have about nineteen salvage. Get so. the hell out of here. <laughs> It's true. Seriously? That's why I, I put a three because it it doesn't seem high, but it doesn't for me it hasn't seemed super low from what I figured it would be, you know. Uh out of Sims of five on hard nodes, I think I've only not gotten something three times out of probably eight. So yeah. Um I well, I'll kind of put this in notes for something later also, but according to CG, uh the higher the higher energy nodes actually do have a little bit higher drop rate. So, you know, on these bonus drops, you see the they are bonus drops, so you can get various amounts or whatever. But keep in mind that, you know, when you do these, the, you know, the higher energy ones do have a higher drop rate. I don't know if it's enough to actually compensate for the difference in energy. So, like, you know, if you do all 12 energy hard nodes versus all 20 energy hard nodes... If there's a difference in the total theoretical amount you would get over the long run, et cetera, et cetera. Um, well, let me uh, tell you who I'm farming then. Okay. I am farming sh- Zombie, Rose, and Shore Trooper. Or not Shore Trooper, Range Trooper. So two okay. of those are low energy nodes. Pimp Trooper! Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But yeah, I, I put a either. three. So as far as everyone went that took the poll... 52% of people put a one, so they think it's uh, very bad. 27% said two, so bad. 17% put a three, so average, like me. 2% put four, 1% put five. And if you combine the amount of votes for fours and fives, there were three out of 92. <laughs> so, mm, yeah, that's. That. Yeah, and, you know. Three out of 92. Hey, that's about my drop rate on those. Wow. Amazing. That was a joke. I thought it was funny. Uh, I looked over at chat and missed the joke. I'm sorry. Yeah, it wasn't very funny. (laughs) Read the next question. (laughs) My God. I'm not totally... I'm not not totally okay yet, okay? So just bear with me. Uh, Go ahead. If I... If I leave again, you'll know it's probably because I went somewhere to crawl into a a, a pile and die. So there's that. Um, next question. <laughs> Seeing drop rates on mod slicing salvage from this bonus drop time frame. You all right? I think I killed Wink. You all right there? Oh, uh, someone says. <laughs> yeah. Supreme okay. Vengeance and chat. Jesus, what are you vaping? <laughs> I'm not going to talk about that. Um, seeing drop rates on mod slicing oh, salvage funny. from his, this bonus drop time frame for hard nodes, do you believe it will take a large number of materials to slice or a small? 
I put large as 30 plus salvage to splice uh, once, and oh, I put small as around 10 to splice once, and then another option is somewhere in between there. And 58% of the vote went to large, so 30% 30 plus salvage. 33% of the vote went to small for 10, around 10, and 7% was somewhere between the two. Uh, so Where did you fall I, on this? I put large, but we, we've already s- saw... Uh, uh, fuck. We, we've already seen... Um, yeah, the image that had like all the salvage and stuff on it, and I think it was, you know... Uh, like one of them was like 10 pieces of three different things. And I think one was 20 or 30. Like it's going to be a decent amount. They've already shown us what that's going to look like. So. Apparently people have lost the podcast. So. Uh Awesome. That should come back. I think. But we'll see. Well, I wonder if it's, Oh, my little deal says offline. That that ain't good. Well, we're going to keep talking, and I'll try to figure it out as we talk. So why don't you cover the last question there? All right. So has the drop of this pre-patch for Mods 2.0 increased or decreased your excitement for the change? Um, you may be able to tell by my voice. Mine is increased. I'm very excited about it. However, only 47.8% of the people agree with me, which is very unfortunate. The number of people that have decreased excitement is 52.2. It's almost 50-50 split. That's kind of within standard deviation, so not too surprising. What was your answer? I put increased. I'm excited for this. Hell yeah, me too. I like new stuff. I mean, I was excited for Ships 2.0 too, so... um, I don't really know where I fall on that anymore yet. I haven't. I didn't increase or decrease my playing of ships as it goes right now. So there's that. But uh, I was excited for that. I'm excited for this until I figure out for sure whether I like it or not. But I think I have a pretty sure that I I'm gonna like the set bonuses when they change. Uh, I think that's gonna bring some more interesting ideas to how you mod characters. And I do like six star mods because I think that that puts a lot more emphasis on certain stats than maybe speed in that way. So you can make your teams a little better without just having to do it through speed. So, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yep. What do how about you? Well, people are assuming that my internet's sucking and I, I'm not entirely sure that it's my internet that's sucking. Yeah. 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 I don't know why mine would, but whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, well. it happens. All right, we ready for the next segment? I'm ready. All right, so, ready? I am. There are some upcoming Sith Raid changes to the game. Uh, so <laughs> st- Sweet drop, bro. <laughs> Sweet drop. Drop it like it's hot. Indeed, yeah. Uh... <laughs> It's still going to be annoying for people not doing heroics because of how long they last and everything. All right, so uh, let's see. They're going to try to reduce the randomness of some of the mechanics. This is primarily for people not doing heroic, and they're just trying to make it be more 
engaging, just a little less stressful. Uh, reduce randomness of some mechanics and balance the effort versus the rewards. Uh, I would assume that they're going to make it a lot easier and probably keep similar rewards, maybe increase them a little bit. I don't know. That's total assumption. Um, and here are the randomness changes specifically. Tier 1 through 7, Phase 1 and 4, Nihilus' kit will be adjusted to be more predictable, less surprise annihilates, and more predictable unbreakable, unbreakable will timing. So I assume that's, that this probably means that he will annihilate more often, but you'll actually be able to know when, because it can be very frustrating well, not, if he takes that bonus you, turn. Do what? I'll say I hope not, unless he's bringing ads up quicker, because you'll run out of unbreakable wills. So. Well, yeah, that's that's totally true, um, and that could be a problem. And you know, we'll see exactly how it happens. But uh, whenever he takes that bonus turn, you know, if each of his first two turns, if your guys weren't stealth, he reduced cooldowns. I mean, there could be several turns away from annihilate. And he could still get to annihilate on that third turn. It can be so frustrating. Um, if yeah, I mean, it if is. You're, it's really obnoxious. Like y you can account for it. Uh, I mean, I don't restart phase one very often. I generally don't have issues with it, but it certainly can happen. And it's, I would say, it's fairly rare if you're paying a lot of attention and using your specials. Uh, you know, saving your specials for when you need to and keeping people stealth when you need to. But yeah, it can be quite frustrating. And then, so tier one through six in phase three, what they're going to do is reduce the randomness on Treya's sabers. Since a lot of teams depend on what buffs are on the sabers and who they attack first, they want to reduce the randomness. So uh, exactly what that will be, your guess is good. I'm as willing mine. to bet that they're going to put there's three sabers, there's three buffs. If I had to guess, tier one through six, I bet all all three sabers show up, one with each buff. That's my guess. Yeah. Now you already know what they're going to have before you go in. If that would you make know sense. Which one to sh if you're using checks mix, you know which one to shoot first, and it really brings down the RNG to basically who do they debuff and who does she um, isolate. You know, so yeah, that's fair. That's that would be my guess. But they did say on Twitter, I believe, or not Twitter, on Reddit last Friday that they didn't want this change for heroic because they like the challenge in heroic. Of uh, they didn't want the difficulty for heroic to drop drastically. Interesting. I don't know if that would drop the difficulty as much as just the random retries, but. I guess having to retry 30 times can be trying and difficult. So, yeah. Unintended, uh, unintended uh, raid strats. Yeah. So, I don't know. Interesting. But, yeah. So, cool. Now uh, to my favorite part, and that is rewards and time. Ooh, That's the, yeah. Uh, now we're talking. There's a, there's a rewards part that I wish that they had changed, but we didn't hear about. Um, but maybe later, I guess. But. The one thing I've been talking about for a long time did get mentioned, so I'm happy about that. So first thing first, uh, they found that this was that rewards and the time to beat the raids was a common feedback 
with a lot of people saying it just wasn't worth the time, um, if you weren't beating Heroic, I know for a fact that, you know, some of the uh, yeah. newer guilds or, you know, mid-game guilds are it's fighting that raid, one single raid for five days or more even sometimes, and it just gets demoralizing having to hit that thing every reset. Um, that I've, and some people just stop playing it altogether. I've heard a uh, lot of guilds that move from tier six to tier five just because that actually increases their net rewards due to how long it takes to complete tier six. They can complete tier five fast enough that they're not capping on tickets and that they get to keep doing raids all the time. So yeah, and, but even then, I think I think five can take people three days as opposed to four or five days for six. I mean, it was still a pretty long time. Um, to beat them either way if you're doing six or five. I used to tell everyone that asks, you know, six is... I don't think the rewards are there for the time spent on six and capping your tickets and losing out on possible more raids because you're just doing tier six. So I used to tell people to do five, but there is an incentive now to do six over five, which I think was what they wanted to do with this change, but we'll talk about that in a second. So... First, they're changing the pacing. So tier one through six, phase one through four, reduce the health of Nihilus, Sion, and Treon. Easiest way to make a raid faster, mm, give the raid bosses less uh, damage points, right? So that's what they're doing across tier one through six, reducing the raid points. Hopefully they'll be reducing six much more than one through five because six seemed like it was three times what five was. It was just yeah, nasty. Crazy. But... Uh, they are doing that, so that's good. One thing I wanted to mention that I just thought was odd about this was, do you remember how bad uh, normal tank raid was when it first came out? Oh, 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 before they changed just it. how... It, it was... It was literally like taking your head and smashing it into a brick wall to try to get through the brick wall. It's not a great way to get through the brick wall. But they change it. They I remember to that the raid taking seven days it's for newer guilds sucked. or guilds that just weren't ready for heroic, and them feeling the same way about that one. So what I don't, you, you know, it's nice that they're changing this one, but it just seems like this change to the difficulty of the raid came so much longer after the change that they made to tank. And maybe tank yeah. was worse, but I don't remember. I, well, I think that's Hearing the people difference. were giving up on the tank. the tank. I don't think people gave up on the tank. So The tank only had two tiers, though. So the very mm-hmm. basic tier was the one where you're smashing your head against the wall. And I think because of that decision is why they went back to having multiple tiers in this raid. Uh, you know, because they yeah, started out with a, most likely. the seven tiers with the Rancor. Then they went to two tiers with Hiroke or the AAT raid. And then they went back to the seven tiers here with the Sith Triumvirate raid. And I think that's probably why, because um, that way you could have something that is a lot more scalable versus, you know, uh, the AAT raid where it was just two options. And even super beginner guilds are stuck in this phase that even pretty elite guilds are doing, even though they can't quite he- complete their heroic AAT, you know, at the time. So I'm really glad that they added all the extra tiers now with the Sith Triumvirate raid. But yeah, reducing the health, I think, is going to make a huge difference just because it's it's not that much fun if you spend five freaking days on a raid. It kind of sucks. It's nice when you can move through it, feel like you're accomplishing something, yet 
you know, not have to do the same phase two days in a row or some crap. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to be stuck. Like, if you're stuck, uh, if you've been stuck on tier four of the heroic sit since it's come out, that can be. That, to me, that would be demoralizing, you know, because you want to advance and you want to get better, you know. But if people are just so over the randomness, like they're trying to fix and things like that, and just stop playing the raid altogether, you'll never advance that way either because people gave up, you know. They don't want even want to do it anymore. And at that point, yep. it's like, do we kick out someone who's been here forever because we really need to advance in the raid or what? But we don't want to put our guild out like that. We've been together forever. Like, this raid has been do wreaking havoc on guilds. But I think this is a step in the right direction to finally get, get it to where, you know, hey, we're beating this in one day or two days now. Let's keep moving forward. I know it, you know, just to get the morale up. Morale yeah, is huge. Sure. Oh, no doubt. You know, so... Um, that's the one thing, uh, rewards tier six and seven. This is why I'm saying running tier six will now be better than running tier five. So you're not going to want to do fives all the time instead of sixes. They're adding mod slicing yeah. the material to sh uh, tier six and seven. So and that's across all the ranks of the raid. So, so excited. Every rank in the raid gets mod slicing material, uh, six and seven. So... If you are all the way up to tier six and you're running tier fives, you're going to want to run tier sixes once this comes out to get your mod salvage. So that's a pretty sweet change. Uh, all tiers, they removed some, I want to highlight the some, not all, some challenge gear from uh, the heroic Sith pool. Uh, they said they were finally addressing the challenge gear concerns. So they knew everyone was waiting for this. They knew... They, they, that finally tells me that they knew we were all waiting for it. So they did finally change it. Um, but there's uh, they get rid of some of the lower gear that is stacking up in player inventories. Um, so that makes me think that some of the more, like the gold challenge pieces um, might stay. Um, but maybe not the, maybe not the, anything from the lower tiers. Um, just please me, get rid of some of that crap. It's excruciating when you get it. It's like, I should be getting something useful, and I don't. See, so let me say this, and this is, I got to play devil's advocate here, even though I think it should all be gone. Uh, so there's a lot of people I've talked to that are, have no gold salvage at all left. I have 1,500 of them, but some people don't have any at all. So I can see why those people would want it left in for me. I don't need it, so it bugs the crap out of me, but I, I could see both sides of the argument. Um, it is from a challenge. You do get probably close to 50 a week of it, so that's at least one piece, but I guess people would like to drop 30 of more of them a week possible. I don't know, but yeah. I would much rather get the piece that if I had to farm from a regular node takes forever to get 50 of than one that I know for sure I'm going to get from challenge gear. I don't know. But it's nice they're taking out lower tier challenge gear and most of the challenge gear. So we'll see what gets kept in there, but they are addressing the, uh, the issue there. And uh, another note that they put on the end of there is it applies to the heroic AAT as well. So that is good because that one has a lot of crap in it that I do not want. 
That's why Heroic AT raid rewards have been so bad lately, because half the time you'll get three things, and two of them will be challenged, and you really gained nothing by doing the raid. So, so this is something we've discussed before. Heroic AT has the worst rewards of any aspect of this game, period, and it's really not even close. I mean, most the primary rewards from that, like, the, it's never the part that you have an issue getting. It's always all the other stuff. At least, like, Rancor re- rewards are still incredibly useful, even though you and I... Uh, what, I, I saw this week that um, you, you <laughs> your Rancor rewards included a fully crafted cinder block aka boombox and cinder block aka boombox salvage salvage like literally all my rewards was boomboxes awful anger anger running through my veins i have a screenshot of it because i just could not believe my luck it was fantastic I'm like, give me stun cuffs or stun guns or something with that extra one. No I mean, come kidding. On. Yep. But I did already spin my boombox, so there's that. Indeed. Put it on Cad Bane, actually. No. Oh. Yeah. Are we going to talk about that rework tonight? We're going to talk about... We're not going to talk about the rework, per se, but we'll mention... We'll get to that. So, we'll mention um, that he was reworked. Good idea. <laughs> pretty much. So <laughs> we've mentioned it now. We're going to mention it again later. Um, yeah, so there's that. Um, raid changes. It's kind of funny because this happened. This didn't get talked about a lot, on, uh, at least not in our server. And I don't think I saw it a lot in the Order server either. It came out like... Literally, this is one of those posts that comes out right before our podcast when we do them on nights like tonight on Friday. So it would have been like the last thing added into the podcast last week. But I didn't see a lot of talk about it because it was the weekend and I think a lot of people were just out doing their weekend thing. And uh, I didn't really hear a lot about it once the weekday came back around. So I thought I definitely wanted to bring it up today because it's it's nice that they go through these things. And for a lot of the... players still banging their heads against you know tier one through six if they hadn't heard this i knew that they would want to so there is hope for the heroic sith raid hopefully that you can convince those people that already gave up on it and don't even bother and just to register for it you can get them back in there and start uh, kicking its butt because even if you're not beating heroic getting mod slicing materials from tier six is a pretty sweet um gear upgrade or a reward upgrade well, so s- something else is you know by completing tier six and getting more mod salvage the mod salvage like slicing mods to tier six is going to make a big difference in the raid i mean they're they're pretty significant upgrades on a lot of those so much more survi- survivability so much more damage output so i mean now, this is a way that actually makes completing Tier 6 actually help you complete Heroic. So, I think that that's actually a really good decision, in my opinion. Yep, for sure. I agree. I'm really happy about this. Um, there was something that happened today, actually, and I kind of put this before the update notes because it was kind of in the dev announcement section and not the update notes section, So, but I wanted to mention it. 
a Hoth Rebel Assault territory battle has been canceled. So another heroic, another territory battle canceled. Um, they said that uh, next week they're rolling out an update to territory battles that may cause issues, and they don't want it to happen in the middle of the territory battle. So at least there's that, because uh, I think it would have been worse reaction if it, they had just dropped a patch for territory battles in the middle of it, and suddenly everything went wonky. Um the, that probably wouldn't have gone over well. The so. That's true. The good thing about this, though, is they did say if they're not able to roll this territory battle out, we will get the rewards. Same as they've done it before, they will go off of your previous completion of the territory battle, and you'll get those same rewards. So, you know, we're not going to be missing out on any rewards. It just might get delayed a little bit. And I think our last territory battle was our best yet. It so was. That would be helpful. Yeah. <laughs> what did we get? 43? Sweet. I think we're only we missing... 43 last time. Yeah, we're only missing, only missing two, two. We're missing yep. one in the middle on five and one in the middle on six. Yep. Getting close. Getting, Getting close. They, they need to have Almost. more marquee events. That way we get more characters. That way we can get more galactic power and start baiting it quicker. That's a great idea, huh? More marquees. Mm. Quit. Mm. Put your tomatoes down. Quit throwing them at me. Bad idea. Audible groans. Yeah. Insert yeah. here. Yeah, I figured. That's where you need the the the, the groan uh, sound clip. Oh, oh, here we go. I do have this though. It's a booing crowd. <laughs> we need, and then you need one thing at the end that's the sound of like a beer bottle hitting you in the head. <laughs> yeah exactly uh, alright so anything else about the cancelled TB I hope not yeah I was hoping that would be quick <laughs> yeah nothing nothing to see here M territory battles cancelled it'll probably come back up the week I'm not here so that I can't participate in it so probably there's that there'll be an announcement this week so look for that as for now move along Let's, let's, uh, oh, I, I got a drop for this one. Strong with us, this update is Young Padawans. Game update. Big, huge game update. You know what the best thing about this game update Ooh. is? You know what I remembered to do this time? What did you remember to, oh. Do the marquees? You got it. Actually, I've only Houndstooth? done one of them. I haven't done Aura Sings yet, but I did the one for the, was it box or uh, fiber tooth, tooth something? Fi Houndstooth. What did you say call it? Houndstooth. Fiber tooth? I don't know what I said. That's its new name. Fi the fiber tooth <laughs> from uh, Basque. Basque? What's Basque? That's fiber tooth's driver. I, I Brother don't. of Bosque. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, whatever. All right, so uh, new characters, Aura Singh. As I mentioned earlier, uh, I did a video on Aura Singh, which you can find on our YouTube page. She is she is badass. I'm not even kidding. She is so awesome. Uh, she's so good against raid characters. I had her hitting for 800,000 in a single shot. Uh, you could do even more without too much effort. I mean, you can just set a team up, same as checks Mix. Uh, give her a speed arrow, and she can use her special twice against the raid boss, and boom. You can get 
a couple million damage pretty easy. She is super, super awesome. I'm really impressed. And she doesn't even need the leader ability. She only needs one Zeta for sure, and that is on that special ability because while an enemy's toppled, her ability gets reset. Uh, so you can use that, in if you time it right, in the very beginning and then right at the end of the topple and use it twice and do a lot of damage. She's She's super awesome. Have you used her much? I used her in the marquee today. That was fun. She is pretty. She's pretty awesome. And, and even if they're not toppled, that 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 uh, that second special does some big damage. I think it was hidden for like forty in the marquee. It was pretty nice. Yeah. Um. Nice. Something I want to mention. I don't. Does she have two Zetas? I thought when I looked at Swaga earlier, she only had one. Nope. She oh, she does have one. No, she has two. Her leader ability and her special. That's right, the leader ability. Yep. So. Which is quite good. However, you can still use the Boba lead and because Boba lead is BA and, you know, she does a lot of damage with that. So, yeah, check it out. Uh, I go over the whole kit in that video and kind of talk about it, So definitely go check that out if you want us to dig into Aura Sing even more. Uh, why don't you tell us about Fibertooth? All right, so Vi Fibertooth is Basque's ship. And uh, it's a strong tank with nest-like protection up abilities and a new debuff called Breach. Ooh. Breach, I think, is uh, minus 25% speed and armor? Defense. Defense, so okay, basically. yeah. It's a, it's, it's a pretty sweet debuff. The, the ship is just obnoxious to beat. The it, thing has... Yeah, it's pretty good. A lot of health and protection uh, when you get bossed to gear 12. It is kind of slow, um, but all you really care about is the fact that it is just eating up hits like crazy. And that it can even be, it can even take the Tie Fighter Strike from Executrix and live. It's pretty crazy. Here's the big thing: that reinforcement ability, stacking retribution for bounty hunter ships, pretty nasty. Like that is super awesome for two ships. For bounty hunter ships. Did I say two ships? I don't know. I'm brain dead. No, I'm saying two ships. How many other bounty hunter ships are there? It would be him and Slave One. No, there's got to be more than that. I don't think so. Let's reference the game. How about that? Yeah. What, what a concept. Wow. Referencing the actual game. I'll be damned. Um, there are only two. <laughs> So yeah, so that's that might that's why it's that might be a nod as to more bounty hunter ships coming. That is what I was about to say is that maybe it might be a hint that uh, something else may be coming soon. But uh, right now, that that only helps him and Slave One, and they're both tanks. So yeah, yeah, I don't know how much you really care about that right now. So. Maybe we'll see more uh, ships, but that would mean more marquees. And uh, yay! I don't think we want that right now. <laughs> I don't think we want that right now. Yeah. So um, the last one is the Cad Bane rework. Uh, and for everyone confused, it's Houndstooth, Bosk's ship. Um, oh. Fibertooth and Basque are coming at a later date. Um, <laughs> Cad Bane rework. He's another bounty hunter damage dealer. Now is an option to level up for your bounty hunter team. Much better than his old version. Notice I, I referenced the old version when I saying he's better. I don't know that he's 
He's not. This isn't a Yoda Grandmaster Yoda type rework. Um, but if you know his kit beforehand, he was pretty bad. Uh, the new kit makes him a decent damage dealer and an option to throw in on bounty hunter raid teams like the Imbo Phase One team or maybe in a Phase Three team if you use him there with Aura Singh. He's just another uh, damage dealing option. So he's a little better now than he was was before. Um, I am happy to see that. A lot of people have him seven stars. I remember he used to be a Chromium character, and everyone was super stoked when they dropped him in uh, Galactic War shipments. So um, Everybody was stoked except for the people that paid for him. Yeah, and then... And they were they they were mad long before, but just because <laughs> Cad Bane's kit he's just never, wasn't that great. Yeah, he's so never been great. I think the only reason I had him at gear eight before his worry work was because he I think he was on my original scoundrel team because I had him to beat credit heist and uh, training droid heist when it came out. So well, here's the big um, deal with Cad Bane's rework. This, there is a big population in which this is a pretty significant deal for, and that would be newer to early mid-game players, people that are still working on beating the credit heist and that still need good bounty hunters. Because Cad Bane can be bought from the Galactic War store, you can just buy him, and you can actually make a lot of use out of him now that he's... I mean, he is noticeably better, no question. And you can actually put, put him to work in those events to help you complete them at an earlier stage than you would have been able to previously. So, um, and he would definitely be the second guy I would recommend scoundrel wise out of the galactic wars. Wait, stormtrooper Han's in arena store, right? Stormtrooper Han is in arena, uh, but he's not a bounty hunter or I guess it's scoundrels for, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I'm trying to think, so, Who else in the Galact- I mean, Storm- Galactic War store? Stormtrooper, Han, Cad Bane, and Boba Fett, you could all be farming at the same time, which are obviously needed for that. And then you have IG-88, who is in the... Is IG-88 in Galactic War? No, he's in Arena. It, really? Oh, okay. Uh, yep. So that's... that's that. The reason I ask these questions is because we always focus on the in-game for, the, for those players that are newer... Um, Cad Bane is definitely the one you are going to farm early game for your credit heists and um, for your credit heists and your training droid heists because he is the only scoundrel for that event in the Galactic War store. So being the only one there and definitely one you're getting, having him be better will help you out to beat that tier four much faster than you were before. So definitely a good thing. Yeah. I'd like to bring up a really good point that Supreme Vengeance put in the live chat. Uh, you know, he said Cad Bane won Info Shards in the, uh, was it Galactic Bounty Hunter event, which we'll talk about later. I need to add that to the notes, actually. But uh, you can try and keep her stunned with Boss, Cad, and Dengar, and apparently that helps a heck of a ton. Makes sense. Um... Yeah, so those are the three, uh, two new characters and the rework that happened this week. We'll probably go over them a little bit more next week when we don't have two updates, a raid reward update, super big information dropping on Reddit, Um, (laughs) just the world dropping this week, apparently. So um, we'll try to cover that next week. Um, If you want to see or sing now, we have a YouTube video, so you can check that out. 
But uh, yeah, so that's that stuff. Uh, there's also, surprisingly, there was a new event that came this week as well called the Contraband Cargo. With it came a new ship faction called Cargo in which they added the Phoenix, the Ghost, the Millennium Falcon, the Slave One, and Lando's Millennium Falcon. And considering there are a lot of ships in there that you could be considered cargo ships, like the U-Wings and uh, a couple other things, uh, Capgas wanted to make the distinction on Reddit, and then it was added into the forum or the update posts, but that these are the ships they added to the cargo faction because they wanted it to be more of a scoundrel-type situation of people running cargo, not just a freighter t- thing, but a, you know, smuggling-type deal. Um, so these are the ships that they added to that being more scoundrel-like. Um, and then you might think to yourself, well, the Houndstooth is literally a freighter for a bounty hunter. Mm-hmm. Why wasn't that added? Well, Capgast also said on Reddit this week that the final list for the cargo ships for this event was approved weeks ago before Houndstooth, um, was coming out. And so, um, he knows that that ship fits the bill He's put in for it to be approved. It hasn't been approved yet, but hopefully in the future it will be a ship for this event. So it's not lost that that ship meets all the requirements all these other ones do. It just did not fit the time frame for the release. So Houndstooth probably coming later. Not there right now. Um, It's a four-tier event that awards Ship Omegas, reinforcement materials, uh, some, you know, ship credits... Uh, and also for tiers one through three, you get uh, ship or blueprints. So very weird that you don't you get, get all those blueprints, blueprints in tier four. A little odd. It is weird. It, the, the the numbers you could see a definite improvement in the numbers on like reinforcement abilities and omegas from one to the deadly one, but it is kind of weird that they just don't throw the blueprints in there. Two, I don't know why, but I just stuck with the third one because I don't have Millennium, Lando's Millennium Falcon, and I wanted those shards if I had the chance at them. So I was doing tier three. I don't know what you were doing, but that's where I was at. Yep, that's why I did. And I don't well. have Millennium Falcon either, the regular one. Unlo- not the regular one, sorry. The new Episode trilogy seven. one yeah. unlocked. Yeah, so... Uh, getting any Millennium Falcon shards right now is good for me. So I'm just doing uh, tier three. I did the same thing. I tried tier four and I didn't realize that, you know, it didn't give blueprints until someone mentioned. And I was kind of thankful that I was unable to beat it. So I went (laughs) back, I went back to tier three and just took my shards. (laughs) Yeah. So like I said, I don't have Millennium Falcon or Lando's at at a spot. I have Lando's because of the marquee. I don't have Millennium Falcon unlocked. Neither of them meet the criteria for the event. So basically three ships trying to go into that deadly one was not happening. So yeah, I was fine with three. Um, another cool thing that I wanted to mention, we've been talking, I think we've talked about this in the past on this podcast, but Galactic Bounties, when it came out, they said that the shards for the, these events was going to rotate. Uh, you'd get new characters to farm or go after with different uh, Galactic Bounty events. But, but the last four had been the same grouping of shards. Well, update came out. New Galactic Bounties 2 with new characters. So pretty cool. It's very similar to the other event. But instead, now you have Kira on the easy one that Paplu was on the original. 
You have Visas Mar and Amelin Holdo on the moderate, Fulcrum Ahsoka on the tough, and Infest Nest on the deadly. Now let me ask you something. Does one of these theme things seem not like the others? Yes, one of these things just doesn't belong, and that is Visas Mar and Amelin Holdo both getting two characters? It said and. I'm assuming that you get both, not just one or the other. Um, no, no. So those are both listed as moderate events. So there's one for Holdo and there's one for Visas. Oh, is there? Um, oh, okay. So let me see. Let's try this again. Ooh. One of those things is not like the other. Can you see which one it is? Um, they're all different characters. I mean, I am... Fulcrum. Why is Fulcrum in there? I, you got I Nest, who's brand new, Kira, who's brand new, Visa's Mar, who's pretty new, and Amelin Holdo, who's pretty new. Yeah, I guess they're all then, 2018 characters versus And then uh, you get the, the, the tough, the second to the top one, which on the other Galactic Bounty is IPD is Ahsoka Tano. I, if, you had not, if I had not known where these were going to mark match up before the event, I would have assumed Ahsoka Tano would have been the easy one because most people have her. And then, you know, then it would go from there. But the second hardest one being Ahsoka Tano. For newer players, totally fine because they don't have her at 7-star. But newer players aren't going to be beating the tough mission. And the older players that are beating tough or could beat tough probably don't need Ahsoka. So I'm kind of confused why that one was in there. But as far as the rest, I'm happy with Kira. I'm happy with Visas, Holdo, Infus Nest. Perfect. Especially with Infus Nest because we're about to get into Shard Shuffle. And you'll see why that's yeah. important. But uh, yeah, so it's nice. I don't have Visas at 7. I don't have Holdo at 7. I don't have Kira at 7. I'm happy to farm those in a second location Hundred percent. Awesome, awesome thing there. So, so who are you going to try to go for? I mean, which character is going to be your primary goal? Kira, and I'll tell you why when we get to the shard shuffle. Perfect. So I'm going after shuffle. Kira right now. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are at the shard shuffle. What? Who are you going after? Um, honestly, I don't know yet. I. I I need Nest Shards. I don't know if I can beat that event. I'll probably try, but I think Kira is probably the logical option just for the fact that she is she's in the cantina. I'm already having trouble getting her finished, and then when I get her finished, I need to go to L3. So there's like there's more shards I need to get from Cantina than I need to get from a hard node on Nest or Holdo or Visas. I don't really care too much about Visas. I'm farming her just to get her. Uh, Emily and Holdo, I'm almost finished with. But Infra's Nest, I obviously desperately need the shards for. But I suspect that if a legendary event comes up, I'm better off doing Kira right now just because I think that'll help streamline the process a lot more. Yeah, for sure. That uh, makes sense to me. And I think once we get to our Reddit section, I think it'll make even more sense. So, um, Shard Shuffle. This one confused me. But, Range Trooper dropped on Dark Side Hard Node 3A. I was really hoping he would drop in, yeah. like, uh, Guild Event Store or, you know, the Fleet Store or 
even in a cantina node, I really wanted to get this guy quicker than his hard node would get me him. But uh, I've I usually only farm two hard nodes at a time. I've added a third now with Shore because it's cheap, and so I'm now going after. <laughs> I'm now going after uh, him as well. So, Range Trooper dropped. Uh, L337 dropped on Cantina 5A, so a character I really wanted in a Cantina. I'm nice. actually pretty stoked about that. Yep. Um, young Lando and Lando's Millennium Falcon, both paired together. Very nice. Very similar to uh, Kylo Ren and his... Slicer. Splice, slicer, yeah. Um, that's on uh, Fleet Battles Hard Node 1D, so... This is why I said when you talked about when I talked about going after Kira. So I, I went after Kira in the Galactic Bounties event because I moved to L3 in the Cantina off of Kira. I think I was like 40 out of 65 on Kira, but I moved to L3 because I am now farming L3, Lando's Millennium Falcon, and Lando at the same time. So I wanted yeah. to try to get all of those out of the way at the same time. So that is that's why I went after Kira on Galactic Bounties because I moved off her in the Cantina to L3. But uh, and the last one, uh, some people actually called this in Discord. Um, Infus Nest Fleet Battles Hard Node 5D. So not the end of the hard nodes in Fleet Battles, but pretty darn close. Yep. And those talked to a lot of people. A lot of theory crafting and a lot of uh, tips going out on how to beat these things because they are hard to get there and to get to three stars. So you want your nest? Work hard on those ships because, man, just to even get there and get that three star is pretty hard. So um, I won't talk about how I'm glad that I don't have to farm Infus Nest at all. That would be rude. But I do not envy those that do because this is terrible <laughs> yeah for sure it's rough but i did, was pretty stoked for everyone when uh i was pretty stoked for everyone when i saw nest dropped in the galactic bounties so hopefully with the hard node and these bounties hopefully showing up once a month we'll see what happens but uh it'd be nice for everyone to be able to get them a little bit quicker yeah i just wish that with all these hard nodes that came out there was a event that made it a little quicker Kind of like zombie uh, is on a hard node, but you also got you know the Dathmir event to get shards a little faster. Same with or um, Wicket. Same with Mother Talzin. I mean, it would be nice to have a coinciding event yeah. once a month to get extra shards along with the hard node. But I think they should just go back to eight hard nodes attempts per day. Oh, I don't think I put that in our Reddit's stuff. But uh, Chrome, actually, it is in the Reddit stuff. Oh, is it? So we'll talk about that in a second. Perfect. So uh, <laughs> then let's talk about this Thrawn bug fix. Uh, something that drives people crazy about Thrawn. Oh, he swaps wow. turn meter. About this, he swaps turn meter, and if other people are harpsin, it can be an RNG fest. However, they've made it so that when Grand Admiral Thrawn swaps turn meter, that that player that he swapped turn mirror with immediately gets to go. This is big. This is actually quite big. And uh, I really haven't done a whole lot of testing with the way his AI works, but generally it seems like 
you know, he will swap with someone who is debuffed or else he will fracture whenever, uh, you know, whenever on AI. But if there's an enemy Darth Nihilus, I believe because he gets inflicted with a debuff, he will generally swap turn meter with the slowest character, a.k.a. the least turn meter. <laughs> so you could actually Ouch. use this to your advantage. Oh, yeah. What Tell were you laughing about? about? <laughs> Swapping with the lowest turn meter. Yeah. Why? <laughs> what? No, just go ahead. What do you? Why? What? Just, just continue yourself. I'm not laughing at you. Well, just go ahead. Uh, that that's it. We're gonna move on to the next thing. But you have a thought. My thought is. Thrawn, if, if someone had 100% turn meter on the other team and I swapped turn meter with Thrawn with someone on my team and the other team went before my guy, it was really, really obnoxious because, in my opinion, that bug yep. was killing the idea of that ability. Swapping turn meter should mean if it's my turn, this guy should have the turn now. Well, so the fact that this was fixed... Makes sense to me. Well, it's different. It doesn't say immediate turn. Like Grandmaster Yoda, his AOE has immediate bonus turn in the wording. This right. one does not have that. So I really didn't have an issue with the way it was set up, but I do like this much better. This makes the most sense to me. I think it should have been. I, I understand agree. what you're saying, and it did not say immediate turn, so they left it to the RNG I'm glad that this is the way that they intended it and changed it to be that way because I like being able to give my Nihilus extra turns to try to get to his Annihilate as fast as possible and faster than the other one on the other mirror team. So use that quite often. Um, yeah. Indeed. All right. Well, why don't we jump to this next thing that... I may or may not be excited to talk about, and that is this mods update. The the thing that I'm sorry, I think you mean the midnight mod madness update. Well, I was going to t I was just going to say it. You know, came like a ninja in the night. Um, I I had no yeah. idea because first time I heard about it, I was in Discord and somebody had mentioned how weird their mods looked, and I was like, that that update didn't happen yesterday. Like, what in the world? And then I went to the game. I was like, oh my god, it's there. <laughs> Come to find out... Oh, my mods are missing. What is this crap exactly. on these people? Come to find out later that there was a... Uh, whatever you called it. Midnight, Midnight Ninja Mod, mod madness update, update or something. Mi Midnight <laughs> Mod Madness update. Yes, that's, that's what it was. Yes. All right. So um, here are the basic patch notes. I'll run through real quick. Changes the mod level text when browsing lists of mods to also show the mod tier in addition. Uh, I'm going to skip over one thing. Change how mod secondaries are earned when leveling up a mod to level 3, 6, 9, and 12. Basically, you get the missing secondary stats before you get the proc increases on the ones that are already there. That's what we've been discussing forever and telling you you need to do if there are secondaries you like. Uh... Removed all faction requirements from mod challenges. So that basically means quit farming Jawas. That's pretty much. 
They are not needed anymore, and nope. you do not want them. I don't like. Okay, I said you don't want them. Jawa engineers. The only one you probably cool. want is Jawa engineer. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Uh, for a limited time, earn mod salvage on all light side and dark side hard nodes. Uh, we already talked about the hard node issue a little bit. Eh, we don't get a whole lot. The drops are not terribly good, but as we mentioned earlier, the higher energy ones do have a slightly better drop rate. Whether it's enough to compensate the difference, I don't know, but that is the case. Now... They were also supposed to update health, defense, crit chance, tenacity, offense, and potency mod set bonuses. However, there was an issue with this, and it is going to have to be in a hot fix later. And I mentioned that because they well, the, said the hot weirdest fix. part is that they were leaving. The the weirdest part is that they were leaving out crit damage and speed update bonuses, and doing all the others. And then suddenly when the patch went live and I was looking, nothing had changed. I'm, I was very confused. Yeah. So. And, uh, I mean, that's... Crit damage and speeds are already the two best, so obviously they, they didn't really need anything. But uh, we've talked about what the difference is, what the changes are on previous shows, so we're not going to dig into that now. You can go back and listen to some previous episodes. You can search shatteredorder.com if there's something you want to find. It's in previous show notes. If it's been in the last week or two, maybe not because I haven't got those put on there. I've been, I've been busy. So, uh, anyway, this was supposed to happen with this update. It didn't, so it's going to be in a hot fix later, which means we'll probably get it next week, I would assume. There will be an update, and this is going to have a huge effect on a lot of characters. So, like, if you're running um, Treya teams, this is going to be really big because health, they recover health, so having a larger health pool is going to be better. Um, you know, characters that, like Wampa, for example, that has protection up, the Jedi team, they're going to benefit significantly from this because... They'll have a larger pool in which they get their tenacity up from. So this is going to make a pretty big difference for a lot of characters. And it'll be very interesting to see exactly what happens. Dude, when I when I read that the set bonuses had changed last night, before we found out it actually hadn't, I was like, everyone is going to wake up to a whole new world in Arena tomorrow and wonder what the hell happened. Yeah. Because if no one even noticed the mod changes before they started doing the Arena battles last night... It, I, I, I have a feeling that we're going to see some noticeable differences. Uh, not Maybe not massive, but maybe you'll find you're not beating a team you used to. You know what I mean? Because that team's mods have now become more specialized for that team than the way they were before with the bonuses that were on them. You know what I mean? So I, I read that and I'm like, no one's awake right now. And even knows this happened, yeah. but all the bonuses just went up on every mod. People are going to wake up and wonder what is going on. For sure. How they missed this. Midnight mod madness, I'm telling you. It was crazy. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty stoked. So, And as we discussed earlier, the big difference is... Your mods look different, so they've resorted back to whatever color they were. OCD people are going crazy. They're trying to burn down Facebook, which isn't even possible because it's 
it's on the internet. I, I guess you could, but whatever. We're not we're not condoning arson or anything. But um, totally beside <laughs> the point. I don't know where I'm going. I this is something a little experiment I wanted us to do. Do you have Swaga in front of you? I'll have to stop my bronziums, but yes, I do. <laughs> so, all right, stop your bronziums, and please go to your arena team. I will do mine first. So, my current arena team is Treya, Darth Sion, Darth Nihilus, Sith Trooper, and Thrawn. Big surprise. Uh, my wait, wait, wait. Say what yours was again. Treya lead with Sion, Nihilus, Sith Trooper, and Thrawn. Welcome to the club. Yeah, exactly. Everybody <laughs> and their dog, right? So I, I well, yeah. It, it was only a week ago I changed to Thrawn from Palpatine, but yeah. So it's been much better for me. I go to my Darth Treya, and it's it, it's lovely. See, I actually like this. OCD people hate it. Three of her mods are blue, and three are gold. So I have a blue square that has 14 speed, a blue triangle with 14 speed, and a blue circle with 15 speed. It's so exciting. So there's three mods that could get even better secondaries. Darcyon, he is mostly gold at the moment. Uh, he does have two purple. They are speed set bonus mods with... Pretty dang good speed of secondaries. They have a chance to increase again. Darth Nihilus, he has four gold mods. He has one blue and one purple. The purple is on the uh, speed arrow, so there will be minimal benefit there. But uh, Sith Trooper, he has three blue. Eh, it don't really matter what you put on Trooper. Load him up with some defense, some health, some protection, some crit avoidance, whatever. He don't need speed. So he's usually modded a little bit different than most people anyway. But I go to Grand Admiral Thrawn and it gets quite interesting. Um, I have a green mod, two blue mods, a gray mod, which is an arrow, and then two gold. I was going to say, arrow? <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. And then two gold mods. So, I mean... What is that? About half of my mods are blue or purple on my arena team. Only half of them are already gold. So I really have a lot of improvement that I can make to my arena team, which is very exciting. Uh, there's a lot of potential to get even more speed or more offense secondaries on these characters. So I am pretty pumped for what you know slicing is going to bring. Now, what about you? Do you have a similar situation to me, or... <laughs> You're going to laugh. Okay. Of my team, who do you think has the most gold mods on them? I would say... Trooper. <laughs> yep. Because gold defense mods, I have an abundance, and I wanted them on my, short, <laughs> on my uh, Sith Trooper. So Nice. Uh, yeah, he's got two, and that's the funny part. There's only two gold mods on him, so... There's that. I he he's got two golds and four blues. Like the blues have reigned with these assault battles, and they've been beautiful for speed or decent speeds um, and options to slice later. You know what I mean? So uh, Scion Scion probably has the best mods tier wise on him. He's got three purples, a gold, a blue, and a green. 
Nice. Yes, I said green. The green has 10 speed. <laughs> Damn, that's a pretty good mod, actually. Um, Treya has four blues, a gold, and a purple. Uh, Nihilus has four purples, a blue, and a gray. Guess which one's gray? <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, I already said Sith Trooper. So, I mean, I have a lot of blues on my team, uh, a lot of purples, so there's definitely... Some good room there yeah. for more slicing, especially on that green mod. So that green 10 mod should get a, a nice, uh, hopefully a nice bump. Yeah. That'd be cool. Got three chances. Yep. Very cool. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, for sure. So Yeah. So uh, I actually like the OCD because it, tells me that there's more improvement I can make to my mods, which I love mods, so not surprising. So as we discussed, uh, the set bonus will be delayed until later. And that is pretty much the gist of the mod stuff, unless there was something else that you saw that you so wanted interesting, to cover. Oh, I'm just looking at chat, but interesting uh, from the one Scar. He said, since the Thrawn fix, his shards top 30 is 50% Thrawn lead. You know what? That's a really interesting point. There was somebody in my arena running a very interesting team I kind of wanted to bring up. Let's see. It was a Thrawn lead with Death Trooper, Emperor Palpatine, Imperial Probe Droid, and Magma Trooper. Good old Jerry. Yeah, there's so... Now, was that because that was their fifth battle and they left in Magma Trooper fighting Atreya? Or is that their legit defense team? Well, no, they like this. They were still top ten like the next day. Actually, oh wow, quite surprising. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I said there's nothing real crazy in my top ten right now. There's one, two, three, four. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six. Six trail leads, one, two, two palps, one bastila, and one rex. So it's pretty much the same, same as usual. Nice. Same old meta on my shard, but I haven't seen anything like that. Actually, I would, I, I like seeing different things because I like fighting different things. I would get tired of fighting all the mirror matches all the time, but. Understandable. Yeah, because there's another guy that fight uses Bastila, Hoda, Grandmaster Yoda, Thrawn, and who's the other one? I can't remember whose fifth is. I don't know. But uh oh no, he's right he's it's Simber. Simber's in our uh Simber's in our podcast chat, but he has he runs Bastila, Grandmaster Yoda, Hoda Darth Nihilus and Thrawn. Interesting. And that one gets annoying because my Nihilus does not... My Nihilus does not, you know, increase cooldowns on everyone on Bastila's team. But when he goes against mine, it does. So uh, instant... Uh, guy in my arena is running uh, Bastila Sean lead with Grandmaster Yoda, Ezra... Nest and Darth Nihilus. It's it can be kind of annoying when ne because his Nest is stupid fast and it'll go first and then you have Darth Nihilus going. So you have all the debuffs. You 
increase their cooldowns, and it kind of puts you in a weird hole, and, uh, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I do find it funny that me and you can actually have legit arena conversations now. <laughs> Whereas, like, the first, like, 90 episodes, you'd talk about arena, and it'd be like, and I'd be like, well, I'm still farting. Fi- I'm still farting RJTs back here in the uh, in the nineties. Whatever I said, disconnected week. So that's cool. Really got him on that one. <laughs> At least we got a big smile out of his frozen face. That's pretty good. So what we'll do is this. Hold on, everyone. You're in for a ride here. All right. Let me just try to get Wink back here, and then we'll continue the podcast. What's fun is all the audio listeners will never even know this happened. All right, we're calling Wink now. We'll see if he answers. Or if his internet net finally just gave up and said, no, I'm not doing this. Never doing it again. Stop calling. Um, wow, this sucks. Come on, dude. Where are you? Come back to me. I need you. Hmm. Michael is unavailable. So now he's not even online. Um, Yeah. So to your question, Meowbaka, it's a uh, pink lemonade. That's what I'm, uh, that's what's in the vape. It's delicious. Oh, I'm being called. There he is. Hi. Um, Welcome back, sir. I put a uh, timestamp in the notes so you can cut all this out and we'll be good. But uh, <laughs> you you should have seen the goofy look on your face on the frozen picture. Oh, I don't want to. So here, here's, <laughs> here's what happened. Here's what happened. My internet quit working. If it wasn't for me having a hotspot on my phone, I wouldn't be talking to you right now because it sucks. <laughs> we all know the wink internet troubles so that's true good times all right so we are going to go ahead and dig into um the so, some reddit comment posts and uh real Don't we have a sounder for reddit yeah that was lovely well, wasn't it that. uh so Shut, shut up, bro. Um, first, I'm going to tell everyone about two events that, or two posts on Reddit that I thought was really interesting. There were actually two posts that were highly upvoted, which makes, which I really liked, in which people were talking about how great the Bounty Hunter event is because you get to select your own reward. I couldn't... Choose your adventure. Exactly. I could not agree more. <laughs> 
it might be the best event in the game for that reason. You get to choose, even though it's usually not the most difficult one for me that I should be doing, it gives you, like you said, a choose-your-own-adventure. You get to choose your rewards, and I would love to see more events like this, especially these reoccurring events where you kind of get to choose what path you go down and get different rewards. It's so awesome. I think I think there's a lot that they could implement from this into other aspects of the game to just make it much, much better. What's, um, wasn't Flash events similar in a way? Where you had to choose what rewards you wanted by what tier you did. Yeah, they kind of were. I can't I, remember that. I totally forgot about Flash events. That's a really good point, though. <laughs> it's because they they were here and then they disappeared without a word. It was just bye. Yeah. They got they were here. Then nobody liked the the timing on them of the hours or just randomly popping up, and then they changed it to be certain hours, and then it was just gone. So yeah, it was a little weird. You know. It was almost like, and this is for the old timers here, those those Jedi events where you could get uh, Kit Fisto and Ayala Secura shards. You remember that? I do, yeah. <laughs> that was awesome, and then it was just gone. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> All right, so. Yeah, I like him dogs post. Yeah, I got to choose Paplu. That's pretty much me and my bounty hunters. That, that was me, too. I get to choose the easiest one. Yeah. The idea is there. I mean, if you have your guys leveled, you can choose what you want to do. For me, my choice is made for me. Kira, Visas, or Holdo. Or Paplu, Han, or Rolo. So, yep. There you go. I'm in the same boat. Uh, why don't you tell us what Carrie uh, and Crumb said while I go grab a charger? That way my new internet source doesn't die. <laughs> I got you, bro. All right. So, two huge posts. Lot, lots, lots of, lots have been said about it. Lots have been talked about it uh, since they put these up. But heavily hinting at things, pretty much define what I'm farming right now because it just, it's so pointed. Um, Carrie, I'm gonna read her entire post, and then I'll read Crumb's post, and then we'll talk about it. But here we go. This is from Carrie. It was in response to talking about so many characters going to hard nodes and pacing of marquee events, uh, having so many recently. So this is what Carrie said. She said, for sure, we've been going round and round on the marquee thing for a few months now. Going into this year, everything that we saw in data told us, wow, people really like marquees. And there were lots of reasons for that. But our first focus was to make sure that there was predictability Remember how sometimes you could do the marquees and when it end up with a three-star character, question mark? We wanted to get rid of that uncertainty. Then we got midway through the solo squad and people aren't responding the way they did last year. But for a few different reasons, I will get into this in more detail when I write my memoir. But suffice to say, we knew we needed to look into it. Now, we had always planned on bringing out more legendaries and heroes journey. Remember my thing I wanted most in the by the end of the year was a, leg, a legendary event? Yep. Good news. So, now we always planned on bringing out more legendaries and heroes journeys like adventures in the second half of the year. And when I say half, our fiscal year starts April 1st. So, the marquee march for me starts with Bosk. But the mistake I made... For, is that we should have interspersed them with more between the marquees to give you guys a break. 
The upside to this, and I'm not saying it would do this again the same way next year, but the upside for you all is that with so many marquees coming in the front half there, they will all be on the table by the time you could possibly need them, which is part of the character release cadence. It's something we are trying to be bullish about sticking to. And then on the table longer than if you got marquee, marquee, legendary, that requires said marquee, rinse, repeat. Now it's marquee, 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 ad finitum, and hopefully a decent amount of legendaries and other fun stuff that you're already on track to farming. You guys are smart, and we've laid clues, so, um, you know. Uh, let me read Crumbs real quick. Crumbs said, I hear you. Let me put this in front of the team again. Okay, so this is in regards to moving hard nodes from five to eight. Saying that with all these hard nodes farms, we really need eight again, please. I totally am on board with that. Please bring back eight hard nodes. That'd be amazing. Crumb said, I hear you. Let me put this in front of the team again and remind folks how much better it makes hard node grind feel. I think now is the right time to push for this just in case there is a particular event in the future that people need certain characters for. Winky face. Two posts within probably three hours of each other. Very heavily talking about legendary hero's journey characters. Um, also talking about fiscal year starting April 1st, meaning the year for them ends April 1st. So they're already talking about how the marquees for the year are pretty close to maybe being done, maybe a few here and there as we go going forward, just to add new characters to the game. But the idea now is going to be legendaries and hero's journey from what I'm reading into what Carrie said, as well as what Crumb said. So I think what we can all pull from this is that characters that have gone to hard nodes recently or been released recently are probably going to be needed for something. Where are you at on what you read from these posts? Uh, well, I, I think there's a chance we might get a legendary event soon. Here's the thing that I actually thought was really interesting was wherever she said legendary events and hero's journey like events in quotes like, which no, you know what? Here's what I'm assuming. I think we're finally going to get like either a hero's fall or villains, whatever you want to call it or villains rise, whatever you might want to call it. I think that's what she's saying with Hero's Journey like events. With the like event? Yep. That makes sense. I am... Uh, Order 66 Anakin would be really interesting. Oh, please! Um, Give me Order 66 Anakin. Like... I will... I, even if I... Oh, man. I want that character so bad. Gonna be a Sith. Definitely will be Sith. With the Sith we have now... That sounds amazing. Please give me Order 66 Anakin. Now, for some people, they might think, oh, more Sith meta. Oh, no. That's fine with me. I'm ready for it. Give me Order 66 Anakin. Although I'm totally fine with anything, I just think that would be amazing. Uh, who who else would there be that would be like a, a fall of such a big character? I mean... Anakin's really the only one that I can think of that really has that big, massive transition. I mean, uh, I can't really think of anyone else. 
Does anyone else like completely switch teams? Switch teams? Uh, I mean, I mean, Lando betrayed uh, Han. I mean, there are people. There are people that have played both sides. Um, yeah, I mean, exactly. Emperor Palpatine kind of played oh, both sides, but we're getting the uh, the Master Slicer from uh, Return of the Ooh, there we go. Sorry, that would, that would be Jedi. such a good legendary event. Uh, that, <laughs> Not legendary. Villain's Journey. Yes. Get, get your Villain's Journey Master Slicer. Clearly, you would need Rose, <laughs> so make sure you get that farm. Yes, make sure you're farming <laughs> your Rose for the Slicer. Um, um, so... Uh, that would be the perfect troll. Foma, the perfect troll. Foma Born puts in live chat, Revan, uh, you know, went light to dark. Um, I, and I think Revan... Uh, Didn't Treya as well? Yes, technically I don't Treya know the did. story yes, fully, but did. I believe Treya did as well. Yes, she started out in the Jedi Order. That is true. Uh, Z Splash, Dooku. Dooku, Dooku was, was a Jedi one. and then went to the Sith. Yeah. Indeed. So there are actually. Please, please do not options. bring back another Dooku meta. No more uh, Dooku meta. No, hell no. Uh, but I mean, <laughs> Ma- like Malak or Revan, I think, are great options. It's been suspected for a long time. There's been rumors that Revan would come. And, you know. He would make a lot of sense for a hero's journey like event, uh, in which you need all these characters that, or a decent amount of these characters that, you know, have come in marquee this month. So, I think. Well, let me throw something out there that's just gonna throw a wrench in this Revan thing, because I honest, not a wrench in it. He might still come, but what's gonna make that really hard is that I think that five F fleet battle hard node. Is going to be Basilisk Sean. I hope so. God, I hope so. I cannot wait for her to be farmable. Right, but it's still no. that's still a. I, okay, I don't. It's care. Not actually not a bad node. That would actually be a good node if you can beat it because it's a whole different energy than your other hard nodes. That would be very. So that's excited. a good thing. Yeah. So, but I I feel like that's where she's gonna drop. Probably. Um, she's so good. Yeah. I think that there's going to be. Something regarding bounty hunters. I think the next legendary will probably be bounty hunters. I don't know that it will be solo characters. I, okay, sorry, not the next legendary. I think there will be a legendary coming with bounty hunters. I think that's why we're getting so many right now. Um, as you know, with legendaries, they've never required specific characters, so it's just a faction. So hopefully whatever legend bounty hunters you have now at seven stars would be good enough for that. Um but they're adding more options for newer players as well to get that character. I think that'd be cool. I don't know who it would be. Maybe Django. Um, I would rather that took clones, <laughs> but uh, maybe J- Django. I don't know what type of legendary character is left, not in the game from Solo. So unless there's a legendary scoundrel, light side scoundrel that uh, you would need the Solo characters for, I don't know what they would go towards but it seems since they a couple of them just dropped in hard nose it would seem that there might be needed for something and i don't have any idea who that would be um i I don't know it seems like we're probably going to need the sotor characters at some point hopefully there's not more than one of them is a 
hard node because it is going to take forever just to get even the one to seven star if you're not, you know, buying shards for them. Yeah. But uh, it, if you're not farming these new characters when they've dropped now, you need to be. I would advise starting now to try to get ahead of the curve because unlike before, we've never had hints this deep from like the with the lead developer or the live producer and uh, the community guy, our community um, liaison. Um, so we now know, I'm pretty sure we know that some type of hero's journey or villains type yes. event is coming along with maybe two legendaries. So and you probably want to start farming these new characters. Absolutely. But something to keep in mind about the legendaries is you would still be able to unlock the character at five star. The hero's journey like characters would be seven star only if they go according to the way they've always done it. And that would actually make a lot of sense. You know, so uh, last year we had a couple of these characters. You know, we kind of got, you know, BB-8, CLS, RJT, kind of they're in a pretty quick succession, you know, into the holiday season. And I could totally see that same thing happening again. It wouldn't surprise me at all. Uh, I'm curious as to who the bounty hunters are going to be used for because most people were predicting Django Fett or something along those lines. I suspect it would be more of who would the bounty hunters like be hunting you know, who might they have a contract out on? I heard, that's kind of the... I've heard this idea, too. That's kind of the way I thought about one. it, but, uh, yeah. Didn't, and someone said Padme. Was she hunted by bounty hunters at some uh, point? She, it kind of, yeah. I mean... Uh, oh, because Zam Sam was Wessel trying to was kill her, after, right? Yeah, so that could okay. totally happen. And there's not another Star Wars movie this year. I think the next one's 2019. So, you know, there's... They have a lot of time here, you know, now into early next year to really be catching up on all the previous movies. So, yeah, uh, that that's, I mean, that's kind of a good thing for the game. It's going to give us an option to hopefully get a lot of this stuff that we've been wanting forever. Uh, like Tuscans. Yeah, like Tuscans. <laughs> he needs to come to the game. Uh, we need another I didn't say aversion. Seals. I said Tuscans. Oh. I'm am sorry. That's my bad. Um, uh, well, now that we're cut off, those two out. Yeah, <laughs> use those I'll, sound bites. Yeah, I'll I'll edit. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> the Sola Ultimate Bundle. Tell us about that. <coughs> After you hack up a lung. All right. So yeah, um, this kind of feeds into my idea about. Um, legendaries and that is because there is a there's a bundle that came out with the update that came out on the 22nd that no one really saw coming but it's a pretty good bundle um it's the price isn't too terrible for what you get and i say that knowing it's still what 65 bucks or something like that but uh you know in in terms of the game economy um what you get for this is is a pretty is pretty considerable, especially considering the fact that they might be used for legendaries later on. So let me yep. just throw this out there. There's now a solo ultimate bundle that's in the game right now that you can buy. 
55 Infest Nest Shards, 55 Kira, 55 Young Han Solo, 55 Vandor Chewbacca, 55 Lando, and 55 L3 Shards, along with credits, training droids, ability mats, and gear. That's a lot of shards. And if you if you believe that those characters are needed for a legendary coming up, yep. that puts you in a on a big jump towards every one of those characters. Because 55 shards is, think of it like this. So if you added 10 to that, you'd already have enough to get, you know, a sixth or a, a fifth star. You know, so. Yeah. I mean, if, if you're at, sitting at 30 uh, or zero out of 30 right now on all these characters, you're going to get uh, the fourth star as well as, what is it, 25 into the fifth star. So, yeah. That's some quick maths in my head. I know Wonderful. I'm not on the wink level, but, you know, it's a pretty, I mean, I'm thinking about it, to be honest, because I really don't want to be left in the dust for any legendary that comes. So I'm thinking about That's it. That's uh, totally true, but I do have one point to make, and this is regarding the veterans, you know, veteran Han Solo and veteran Chewbacca that happened last year that was required for RJT. And that's the fact that that pack came back whenever RJT was introduced. So you had the option to buy that pack in the beginning, and then it came back, and you had the option to buy it again to help you finish off those characters. And I think that's the, a pretty good thing to keep the, in mind. The problem I had then and the problem I would have they now is it. that they never they never told us it was coming yes. back the first with the van. That's them. true. Uh, I banked on it happening and it did, thankfully. Yep. Um but That's a good point. Um no doubt about it. Yeah, it would be the same here. You if you didn't get it now and waited for it and hoped you could get those guys the seven stars and not need it. If you didn't, you wouldn't know it's coming back. So it's a it's a it's a fun game to play with your psyche, and uh, you can do that. But I just wanted to mention that this pack was out there, and it feels like a possible nod to these guys being needed for a legendary event. So Yeah, for sure. No doubt about it. Um, no. Well, I am going to play this as we go into the next segment. Hey, boys. Do you have any tips for us? Less experienced players. So uh, I got a very big, big tip here. I'm sure you do. Very big tip. <laughs> All right. So we are going to get back into our listener questions. Who's excited? Raise your hand. We can't see you out there in podcast land, but raise your hand anyway. All right. <laughs> well done. Um We'll do a few of these. We're gonna we're gonna try to finish them off in the next couple of weeks, but we don't want to make want to make sure we don't hit three hours today. I know that you guys, I know that you guys uh, don't mind like it. your long podcasts, yeah. but I am literally on fire. I am burning up in the seat. I might spontaneously combust if I sit here without the fan on for longer. Um, Arizona summers are the worst. With the podcast. Yeah, it's understandable. <laughs> All right, so QA dump. What do we got? 
Where were we? Do you remember? Um, I would know the name if I saw it, but I am working on pulling it up. Q&A dump. Uh, let's go. I believe we were at Rampin' Rabbit. That is where we were. And the question is, do you think that the mod rework is going to cause a change in the current meta? I personally do not think it's going to cause a change in the meta, but I think it's going to make different characters viable within that meta, if that makes sense. I think it will... Myself, I think it will change strategies on maybe... Depending on how they're modded, these characters, it might change your strategies on... I don't think it's going to change whether or not you kill Darth Nihilus first if you're fighting a Treya team. Uh, they're like certain things are not going to change, but like I think it might change some of your thoughts on who you go after, uh, who you, you know what I mean? Like priorities. I think that might change some priorities. Yeah. Depending on the, the, the mods that are on these characters on other teams. You might, I would say this when the mod update drops, for the first couple days at least, probably look at the other team and see how they're modded just to get an idea what you're going in at. Um, you see a lot of tenacity mods on someone. You might understand that, hey, I don't want to try to target this guy now for debuffs like I did before until we figure out if that is... It's so much harder to hit them with them than it was before or not. Yeah. Just things like that. So... Totally makes sense. Uh, before we go into Zane's question, I forgot we have an audio question, so I'm going to go ahead and play that real quick. Hey, guys. This is Ringer from the Order 66 Syndicate. I got a Zeta question for you on whether I should put it on Mother Talzin's Plague Bearer, Commander Luke's uh, Learn Control, or Ezra's Flourish. I'm leaning towards Plague Bear since I have the Night Sisters up to gear 12 in my Jedi arc. I have Kenobi to 12, Ezra and Grandmaster at 11, and everyone else at 8. Uh, but I'm curious as to what your thoughts are. Thanks so much. All right. Is, is, which one's Plague Bringer? Uh, Plague Bearer. Like a bear. bear. Uh, it is the one that gives her 35% turn meter when any unit falls below half health. I have been seriously considering this data because of my Night Sister team. So there are so many. That sounds like it would be pretty good, actually. Yeah, because. I don't ever hear anyone talk about that. Yeah. Do they not fall below 50% that often in Phase 4 of the Rook Sith? They absolutely mine do. did today. Yes. They... <laughs> I was going to say. Once you build up bonds of weakness especially getting to 20 and especially over that it's pretty easy to get them below half health and that's where zading daka or using my mod strategy on daka actually helps out a whole lot and you can heal them heal everyone back over 50 percent and then somebody takes turn everybody drops back below 50 percent Mother Talzin goes. And this can keep you out of some of those sticky situations in which you end up with a gap with turn meter because a healer doesn't have an ability to go or something. And, you know, you end up in a situation where Nihilus Scion just has to go. And it, it can prevent turn meter reduction. But this, her getting that turn meter would be huge. 
because she would constantly be getting turn meter, which is going to get her mass attack to refresh even quicker. That's that's what I was just thinking. So let's say you don't have a healer that's about to go. If she has her mass attack ready to go, you're calling in Talia, obviously. Yes. And there comes a heal automatically. Yes. So it seems like this could be very helpful as Absolutely. far as healing goes. And even if that heal isn't very big, it might bring them up above 50% enough that the next Bonds drops everyone to 50 again and 1,000 going again. It, it can happen so, very often. And Yeah, this sounds awesome. I don't know. I, I, surprised we don't hear about I it. I mean, often. I think Learn Control and Flourish are both good, but I I would go probably with Mother Talzin. I think it's only good for the raid. I don't know how good it's going to be in other aspects of the game, so that's certainly something to keep in mind. I think the other two Zetas are going to be a lot more beneficial in Territory War, Arena, other things, but I think Mother Talzin's will really make your Night Sisters pretty awesome. And something else is you can actually... Uh, I think to get a really strong Night Sister team, you obviously, for phase four, that is, you obviously have to have Asajj's leader ability Zated. However, I don't think that you necessarily have to do Asajj's unique. You could actually go with Mother Talzin because that turn meter gain, she would be able to basic and do her mass attack even more often. She can definitely be used as your primary damage dealer in the Night Sister team. If you inflict Plague and get it on Darth Nihilus and Scion, most of my runs, uh, Mother Towson gets pretty close to the same damage as Asajj, and, you know, Mother Towson doesn't even have a Zeta, and Asajj has both of hers. And I really think that that Mother Towson Zeta is going to be even better with the uh, zombie rework whenever that happens. I don't know what they're going to do yet. Uh, I don't think anyone does. However there's almost no possible way that they can change zombie to make that mother Towson zeta less effective unlike asajj's unique asajj's unique could take a significant nerf whenever they change zombie so that's something else to keep in mind if you're working on building your night sister team i would probably suggest going with the unique of mother Towson plague bearer doing that instead of doing asajj's unique because i think the lack of nerf ability yeah, and I was only going to say that uh, if depend if your arena team is Jedi, uh, that flourish is definitely one to think about as well. No doubt about it. Just because of the damage boost you're getting for, because I yeah. I use Jedi on my alt account as my arena team, and it, my teams, uh, Basil, Sean, Ezra, Grandmaster Yoda, Hoda, and Old Ben, and. If I lose Grandmaster Yoda or Ezra, the, whether I win or not becomes a toss-up because with that Flourish Zeta, throwing that Flourish out there can be the difference between killing someone or not for me. As, and so that is one that I see as very important on an arena team. But as, as far as outside of that, I don't see it... Territory War defense could be good too, uh, but I just if you're using your Night Sisters in this raid, I think that that uh, that I don't have a lot of experience with Night Sisters in the raid, but that that 
talk, us talking through it just sounds really good. I think I may have just talked myself into Zading Mother Talzin. Uh, I've got 56 <laughs> Zeta mats sitting around, and I think I might spend them now. Uh, even though I've, you know, I don't really, I've got my tray at seven star, but I still like rating, whatever. Uh, I was going to say the other thing, Lauren Control is still really good. It's the one that gives uh, CLS 100% tenacity and the plus 50% crit avoidance. It is really good. It, you know, it just helps with some consistency on him, and it makes it kind of difficult to land debuffs and stuff on him, but. Uh, you know, I think the other two are probably better. So, yeah. Uh, let's move on to Zane's question. You want to get this one? All right, so Zane. Zane, 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 there you are. Rum rumors for legendary-type characters are Jango Fett, Jedi Luke, and Revan. Most seem plausible given some of the most recent tune additions. From your point of view and the current state of the game, can you break down the different scenarios in which you think most likely to happen at first given... the that all three will likely come to the game eventually. Yes, if you rewind the podcast about 10 to 15 minutes, you'll get our answer to that question. Um, probably should have read it before I read it, but yes, <laughs> that's that's where we're at with that question. All right. <laughs> Something I want to mention that we did not talk about in the Reddit section before we get to the next question. Uh, we got a comment from CG Top Hat today. That I thought was pretty funny. But anyway, someone bet said they oh, knew what the September totally character was. I missed this. This was hysterical. So someone put up a... Uh, a the, the topic of their Reddit post was September login character. And then the, sub, the, the text of their post said, I'm betting $20 it's a clone and another $20 it's Rex. CG Top Hat came in, swooped in and said, you owe me $40. <laughs> so... <laughs> There's 155 other characters that it could be for the login character next month, but we have eliminated one. It will not be Rex. That is so, true. September login, not Rex. Very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. um, so Chewbacca spammed the Q&A dump, um, so we're going to skip over all her nonsense. And I'm, Jeez, I, Chewbacca, I, I'm, I'm calling out Chewbacca right now. You're not purple. Why are you not purple? Get your purple on, girl. All right. Uh, time to move on to Moss Def's question. In episode 79, January 6, 2018, <laughs> GMP and... I quote, had this unquote, open last week. Wank reviewed a list of Star Wars characters that uh, surveyed players most wanted added to the game. Now that we're more than halfway through 2018, it would be interesting to get a mid-season update on the status of that list. Do you have that list, Goodnight Punk? I do. Ooh. So, I know, right? It's like we're prepared. Well, Actually, I opened episode 78's oh. notes. Hold on. It's 79. like... 79. All right, here we go. We're scoundrels. It's like we're kind of compared. Yeah. I'm the biggest of scoundrels. All right, here we go. So... Retro poll revisited. This is from episode 79. Um, all right, so here's the characters that were not in the game at that point. And then, then you can, obviously, you'll be able to tell if they are now or not. Revan, not heavily rumored. Pre Vizsla, not in the game. Padme, not in the game. Bastila Sean. Now in the game. Yay! So, hey, there's one out of four so far. Okay. Uh, 
Kaya Ademundi, not in the game yet, so one out of five. Django Fett, not in the game yet, one out of six. Mara Jade, not in the game yet, one out of seven. C-3PO, not in the game, one for eight. Bosk, in the game, two for nine. Hondo Onaka, not in the game, two for ten. Jabba the Hutt, not in the game, two for eleven. So two out of the eleven that were not in the game when we visited the poll last are now in the game. Ones that could come in the next six months, Revan, Padme, Django, and on the off chance that my gearing Ewoks to gold paid off, C-3PO. That's possible. <laughs> I actually have a thought about C-3PO. Now that you mentioned it, I kind of went back and looked. Whenever I start thinking about how to break down the characters required for legendary events, what there are, correct me if I'm wrong, but there were six light side characters from the solo movie, correct? Yes. Okay. One of them is a droid. Uh, One of them is a droid. The, uh, oh my God, the Old Republic stuff. One of them was a droid. We already have two legendary droids. Could you imagine? They could take R2, BB-8, L3, and T3, and maybe some other character, and have it to where you have to have five droids to somehow unlock C-3PO? I'll take it. I'm all over that. Maybe. And the rework, Grievous. Could be like IPD. He... He would be a pretty in-game character at that point, I think, though. Uh, but, you know, that's kind of an interesting idea. Joker said, in Phoenix, one of them is a droid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Very similar to what you said with Solos and the KOTORs. Yeah, that's true. But Oh, well. All right. Uh, very interesting lo looking back at previous surveys. All right, next up, Tesh. Tesh, the Lord of Trivia. Here we go. As a game that is constantly changing, how long do you see this game lasting? I think we got to ask this last Q&A. I see this game lasting as long as it makes money. And if you look at the reports, the earning reports, at least what's, uh, what's assumed on the internet, they are, we're going to be good for a while. So I'm totally fine with that. Hmm. I want to see this game last a long time. I enjoy it. I love playing it. I don't... As long as they keep... Okay. Yeah. So as long as they keep adding content to it and good content and making sure that if something they put in is not enjoyed by the players that they 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 work on fixing it to make it better, that then it's going to last a long time. Maybe the Heroic Sith fix for... People that weren't doing heroic took a long time, but it did happen. Um, and maybe uh, guilds lost people in that time, but I think they do know the pulse and they do look at that stuff. Um, I hope I just want to believe that it, it the, the, the coding and the time it takes to get these things right takes a while, and sometimes things are pushed out quicker. And so that's why we see bugs. But uh, I think that the game's going to last a while. Yeah, I totally agree. So. 
Um, let's move on to Drew's question. Being a big Bleedo fan, if CG was to add him to the game, what would his kit be? My guess is that Zeta would help out his opponent. Uh, if Kodar tunes are not released to areas like Arena Shop, Cantina Shop, and Galactic War Shop, do you think it's safe to burn that currency for Shard Shop coins? Um, as for the actual question here... Let me give you another option. Ooh. The next time you're recording a podcast, burn your ally points, and you won't need to burn any of those shard shop currencies, or any of those shop currencies for shard shop currencies. You just talked me into it. Because you'll be stacked. So, um, I am currently stacked after last time I used my ally points, only 400k of them, I'm at 18,000 shard shop currency. And at the end of this podcast, I assume I'll be probably in the upper 20s. So I'm just keeping that currency around just in case. Um, if I ever get down to the point in Shard Shop currency where I can't buy gear, then I'll stop start burning it all. But right now, I don't need it. So I'm just, I'm just keeping it just in case something happens later. Um, there are ways to get Shard Shop currency. Everybody has ally coins. Take some time to use them. You'll get Shard Shop currency. You'll be in a better place than you are now. You don't have to burn that currency, um, and then you'll still be good if something happens later. So that's my two cents. But they have said it's not going to happen. If you feel that that's a strong statement that they're going to keep by, then go ahead and use it, and you should feel safe about that. Indeed. I myself, I, I just like to keep... I like to hoard, so I'm just going to keep that stuff. Understandable. Uh, well, let's... Uh, how many more of these questions do we want to do? We're probably not going to get through all of them, are we? Well, we might Let's be. do three, and that leaves us... Uh, a few more. A few more for next week. All right. From Zara, there had been a bit of talk on Reddit this week about shard chats. Wink and I share a fleet chat, and that has had some drama over the past week. Oh, indeed. Uh, do you have any advice about dealing with difficult people in your shard? Um, you know? You go first. I mean, you could just boot them out of the shard chat. I have noticed that that can be a solution at times. Um, outside of that, I, I don't know how you deal with difficult people because what somebody considers difficult, what you consider difficult, you know, the other person just might consider playing the game that might be what they enjoy about the game and that's fine but i do think if you kind of agree into a uh what a uh contract of sorts with people you know you, you should probably go along with that and you, you know just try to be reasonable with people um i do think these shard chats that have these stupid ridiculous like fifty thousand rules is just asinine I mean, if you want to set up your your finishes, like, that's fine. Go for it. But don't, I mean, don't be a jackass about it. Like, it, in both of mine, it's kind of, well, y you know, m most of us generally finish in the top five. It's kind of, if you get there first, sure. If you took first the day before, don't take first the next day. Like, try to cycle it pretty evenly. But there are going to be times where people can't quite make it or they run out of battles or something like that. And it's a lot easier if you just be reasonable rather than saying, um, so I can't play these days, so I am going to take 
blank on these certain days and blank on these certain days. That's a good way to, you know, maybe piss off some people in your chat. So. Yep. What do you think? So from my point of view, I think more of the drama comes from our European uh, shard members. Yeah. Um, they seems more cutthroat over there, but at one point, the European members of uh, our shard chat mo- formed their own shard chat and moved away from ours. So ours is more of just... There are some of ours from the European areas, but... Uh, uh, no, so, okay. Let me take that back. The Asian part of our shard chat... Those guys were going at it like crazy. Uh, the European side and the American side of our shard chat, totally fine. Everyone gets along. Those guys decide. The Asian group decided to move out of our shard chat, and it was the best thing ever because hey, all the drama decided to leave by itself. Yeah. So, um, it also made it really easy for me to attack those guys now because I'm not worried about, you know, whether they're going to message me now mad that I hit them 18 hours before their payout. That's fair. Um, so yeah. Wait, hold uh, on. Do people really get pissed about you attacking them 18 hours before their payout? 18 hours. It's just an example. I, I, I have been attacked in my arena payout hour. I have attacked someone who had, their payout hour was nine hours after mine. And I had them immediately attack me back in our shard chat. And it's like, jeez, everyone around me is in the shard chat. You're the highest jump. And I know your, your payout is a long time from now. You were the one I hit. But then they hit me back without saying a word to me. So it's like, okay, well, yeah, that's weird. whatever. So, but as far as I go... I'm the only one in my payout. I don't fight with anyone. I don't I don't have to set up any Must rules nice. or any of that kind of stuff. It's amazing. So I don't have these problems. I, I don't know how to deal with the drama person because I don't have any. We like our, I love our shard chat. All those guys are awesome. Of course you love Some it. Of them you are, get first every day. You shard shop. Oh, or, I mean, sorry, okay. shard well. chat dictator. <laughs> yeah, give me my own. I have my... I should have my own channel, Pacific, your mountain time payout. Just talk to myself in there. Nice. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. I don't, I don't have to deal with it. I, you know how I've always felt about shard chats from the beginning with drama and all that other crap. I never was into that. I never wanted that. You know, that's why I'm glad our shard chat is awesome. Those guys are really, really cool. I don't, there's never any problems. So, yeah, I don't know how to deal with it. I wouldn't want to deal with it. And I might just leave altogether if I saw it happening. So Yeah, totally understandable. I'm not into that. I got I got enough stuff going on in my world that I don't need that. So 100% with you. Yeah, there are more pressing issues. All right, uh, we'll, we'll dig into this last question, and it will be the last question before we get to trivia. So Elton Blues, please explain the difference between bonus protection slash health versus max protection slash health and how the two are calculated and applied. In particular, explain how this applies to Darth Nihilus's annihilate ability and Basilisk Sean leader ability. 
For bonus protection for Bastila, I've heard 200% bonus protection is calculated based on her max health, not her protection. Please, for the love of Pete, discuss this. We will discuss it for bonus you. Bonus protection. Okay, let me, let's say this again for the people in the back who may not have heard it last time. Okay. Every bonus protection buff is based off health. Yes. Not as your protection. As far as Swaga goes, looking into the coding of these abilities, all bonus protection is based off of the person giving its health. So, I, max protection or max health, those are based off the health, the actual stats of those things. But the bonus protection, I know for a fact, is based off of health. Indeed. So if you don't, if you don't want to take my word for it, go to swugga.com, click on any person that gives bonus protection as an ability, and if you go onto their page. Look, I'm going to bring one up right now so that I can tell you exactly how to do it. Okay? See, and... Because... So the interesting thing about, like, a bonus protection is, you know, how it calculates off your health. So it's increasing your health pool. It's almost like an increase in health, but... Expose that damage isn't changed. Damage over time, that amount's not changed because it's adding to your protection. So that's a really interesting thing to keep in mind whenever you think about this stuff. What'd you find on Swagaga? All right, so if you want to test this theory, you want to find out if that is true for whatever character you're using with bonus protection, go to that character's page on Swagaga. Bring up that care so they have all the abilities there. Click on the ability that you want to look at. It'll bring that and it'll show all the ranks, the cost it is to update those ranks, what the upgrade is, the modifiers. But above that, there's a little link that says view let or sorry. This is for legendary battle meditation, Basil Sean's leader. So there's a little link there that says view legendary battle meditation mechanics. All right. If you click on that. It's going to bring up a whole bunch of. Nope, nope, that's not the right link. Oh my god. Okay, hold on, let me go back. Come on, bro. I know, but that's not the link. Out. So this isn't the link you're looking. I'll go for. ahead and talk about like Nihilus and his abilities, how it correlates. So the interesting with Bastion, and this is why this mod update, you know, even just the set bonuses is going to be really big for the Jedi is the fact, you know, you're going from 5% health to 10% health. And it's going to, you know, increase the length of time they have their tenacity. That could be a problem for Treya teams because sometimes Jedi teams can be a little frustrating. Um, they're not too terribly frustrating, but there are a couple, like, odd Jedi teams that are a little bit slow to kill off. But... Uh, yeah, um, having that tenacity up obviously greatly reduces the amount of time that it takes for for Darth Nihilus to get to his Annihilate ability. And so Darth Nihilus, he has, uh, what is it, the stacking health. It's going to be big for him, too, because those, you know, giving him, what is it, 16% health on a health primary. Maybe it's going to be frustrating. Same with Ness. Uh, Ness protection up. So is Wampas. 
based on the health amount. And it's really interesting for characters like Wampa that gets the 40% offense increase and Nest who gets the stacking increases of the protection. Not only that, but she has the health steal. So the larger health pool she has, the faster that protection's gonna that bonus protection is gonna stack up. And the more difficult it's gonna be to kill her whenever you do get that window. So ugh. What'd you find? Okay, gosh. I, uh, so, we'll go back to what I was saying. I was really frustrated for a second, but I figured it out. All right, so now I'm on Yo Grandmaster Yoda. Battle meditation. Yoda gains tenacity up, protection up 30%, and foresight for two turns. You know the ability. If you click on view battle meditation mechanics after you've clicked on the actual ability, it'll bring up a new page. And then it has level one, two, three, four, every level of the ability that there is. If you go to level eight, so maxed out ability, click on it, it's going to drop down all the coding for that ability, right? And it's going to show a whole bunch of probably gibberish to people. Um, just look at it, try to figure it out from what you can. But here it is. Grant Shield. This is under that ability. Grant Shield. The name of this, the context for this, the, the, the string in the game code says, Special Ability, Grandmaster Yoda 3, Generic Protection Up Self. For self who is alive, add a shield of 30% max health. So, Protection Up on self is 30% of his max health. If you look at anyone with protection up, you go in and you do it this way, you're going to find whether it's based on health or protection. And every single person I know with protection up that I've looked up this way has been health. Yep. So that's what I was trying to get up. If you want to prove it to yourself, don't believe me. Totally fine. I didn't believe uh, Nika when he told me about it a long time ago myself. So I went and looked it up. But every single person I've looked at, max health is what goes to protection up. Indeed. So. so keep that in mind when you're modding these teams and whenever this update drops, because I expect the uh, the set bonuses to be updated before our next podcast. So make sure that you keep that in mind. You know, whenever you're looking at your teams and all that stuff this week, it's going to be really important. Do you have anything else to say about this question? Nope. I think I feel like I want to test myself. But before we do that, I want to tell you about our friends from Blue Designs who make these incredible microphones that we're talking into and these sexy headphones on our head. Uh, Blue Designs obviously makes amazing products. If you would like your own microphone, whether it's a Yeti, whether you want to start live streaming or doing your own podcast, whatever, uh, Blue Designs is a great place to start. Go check out their products. They are absolutely phenomenal. Uh, Go and uh, go to uh, bluedesigns.com. Use the promo code SOPOD and you can get 20% off your order. So definitely check that out because their stuff is great and they, they, they support us and we really appreciate it. And uh, we're going to be doing a giveaway soon as we discuss. We got some giveaways coming up, which is pretty exciting. Ooh, man. Ooh, man. You ready for this? Ooh, man. I better stop my ally coins again. All righty. 
Oh my god, I hope mine are done. I started doing it too. <laughs> It's time for the sexy bearded duo to battle in their swoga knowledge in the most exciting trivia event in the Outer Rim. It's time for the Shattered Order Trivia. May the force be with you. All right. It is now time for us to give out that game pin to uh, episode 112 of the Shattered Order's Trivia. All right, so if you got your Kahoot app open, uh, before I get to the pin, I just want to say this week's trivia is which Han is it? Play along. This is going to be interesting. So. Oh, great. Uh, we will share the pin in a minute. I guess this is the QR code to get the app. Uh, hopefully you've already got it, so we'll move on past that. All you got to do is look up Kahoot, K-A-H-O-O-T, and then bring it up. Um, if you don't play along listening to the podcast, if you're not playing along in the chat, um, you know, just put this pen in at any time, do the quiz, see where you rank among, among all the people that do it, and we'll see what, what happens from there. All right, so the pin is on the screen. Wink, are you ready yes, for the pin? Uh, I am. Can you read the pin? I cannot read the pin. So why don't you tell me just as you're telling everybody out there in podcast land? All right. So here it is. Zero six five seven four eleven. Zero six five seven four eleven. You got it. Again, that is zero six five. Seven four one one, and I am hitting enter. This is very exciting. All right, I am not because apparently I did not sign up for an account. So I'm going to do that really quick, and then we'll be good to go. All right. Well, you need to get on that. This is very disappointing. Stop mocking me. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> no, I, was, I was waiting for the mocking. So we're very excited. I didn't realize you had to. I, I thought it asked you for your login or your name. It asked me for my name earlier, but whatever. Yeah, we are super excited about this. This is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, so if you want to play along, obviously get Kahoot and create an account. And it looks like this will be open for six days. So, you know, if you're listening to this, you know, in a timely manner, you can jump in and participate and you'll be able to see the scoreboard and everything. So this is, this is pretty exciting. We're excited to test this and see how it goes. And again, this is, an, this is another example of why we love your feedback. We would have never thought about this. We wouldn't even be testing this if it wasn't for some feedback, a review in iTunes. And, you know, so if you guys want to give us any feedback whatsoever, you can use the website. You can also go to the website and submit trivia questions to Tesh. We will never see them. They go straight to him. Uh, give us a review in iTunes, wherever. We love to check them out, and we really appreciate it. And uh, you guys have a lot of great ideas, so it's great when we get to hear those. All right, so how this is going to go, I have two devices doing this quiz um, because I'm going to use one to read the question to you all listening 
and then use my second one to start the question okay. and answer the question. All right. So this way, me and you hear the question before we see the answers, and everyone else hears the question and the answers, and then we'll, we'll go first. All right. Sounds good. Hit that first question. All right. I'm on it. Here we go. Here we go. Never mind. All right. I got it. I got it. Here we go. Okay. First question. Let's start easy. Easy. Which Han gains prepared? All right. So I'm logging in. Which Han gains prepared? Um. I think I know the answer to that one. So do I. All right. Did you get it correct? I did. How many? My answer was Young Han. My answer was Young Han as well. The options were Stormtrooper Han, Raid Han, Bet Han, and Young Han. Ready for the next question? I'm ready. Hold on. I'll answer. I'll, don't hit next. I'll read the question, and then we'll both hit next. So that we both have the same chances at uh, points. Okay, sounds good. So that's why I have the second device, so I can read the question without actually worrying about it, having gotcha. to answer. Okay. Yeah. All right. So the next question: During his this Han's turn, an enemy loses thirty percent turn meter. Which Han was it? Hit next. All right. All right, got it. The answers were Stormtrooper Han, Young Han, Raid Han, and Captain Han. My answer was Stormtrooper Han. That should have been my answer, but it wasn't. I put Raid Han. I think I misclicked or something. I, I don't know. Uh, that's not good. Not good. All right. All right. I like where this is going. I don't. <laughs> All right. Question number three. All right, question number three is, which Han has the ability to increase his armor penetration? All right. His armor penetration. All right, I'm hitting next, are you? Yep. All right, let's do it. And the options are Raid Han, Vet Han, Young Han, and Captain Han. What did you select? Veteran Han. I selected Veteran Han as well. Alrighty. Alright. Um, so on this next one, after you read the question, just say next. And when you say next, me and everybody else in podcast land can hit the next button and you can kind of go along with us. All right, sounds good. All right. This Han has 50% crit chance and 30% crit damage. Next. I didn't realize this went to a new round. Um, yep. Yep. 
I don't think I got this one right. I did, nope. I, I should have gone with my first instinct. I had... So the options were Raid Han, Stormtrooper Han, Veteran Han, and Captain Han. Um, and the answer was Captain Han. I had no idea that Captain Han had plus 15% crit chance and plus 30% crit damage. Wow. I put... Uh, I put Veteran Han. Whoops. First one I missed. <laughs> uh, uh oh. All right. All right, next question. This Han has AoE till he's the only one. Next. Oh, God, I'm so stupid. I, I got it wrong, too. The so. options were Stormtrooper Han, Young Han, Veteran Han, and Captain Han. The answer is Veteran Han, and I know nothing of Veteran Han and Captain Han. I might as well be Jon Snow. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I I said Captain Han as well. Nice. How does that work? Veteran Han? I don't know enough about him, I guess. I don't either. Why would he not have an AoE if no one's around? That is a good question. I'm going to have to look that up. Because he can't pick someone to give something to before he AOEs? Uh, I don't know. I guess. That that would make sense. Alrighty. We'll have to look. Interesting. Alright. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious about that one. Alright, so next question. This Han's kit contains rest of the encounter. Next. I think I got this one right. The options were Captain Han, Young Han, Stormtrooper Han, and Veteran Han. What did you pick? I picked Young Han. I picked Young Han, Young Han as well. <laughs> and that is Hong correct. Hong 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 Han. Sorry, that was a Arrested Development quote. Han Han Han. those people out there. Hong Yong. All right, next question. All right. I think we're moving into the third section. Round three, three questions. Ready, set, go. Which Han inflicts debuffs, debuffs with every move? Next. Hmm. The options were Veteran Han, Captain oh Han, God. Young Han, Raid oh Han. Oh my God. And... Again, I know nothing of Veteran Han or Captain Han. However, I did select Veteran Han, which happens to be the correct answer. What did you pick? I picked Captain Han because I know he does days on basic. I don't didn't know what debuff Veteran Han could possibly do Whew. on his basic. Whew. Yeah, I have no idea. Oh. I th maybe he does days. I think he might do days. I'm not sure. Veteran Han does days too on his basic? Yeah, he might not. I'm not sure. We'll have to look. We shall. We shall. I'm feeling pretty dumb. All right. Next question. Time to separate the from the pack. Which Han is the fastest? Next. Oof. The options are oh. Stormtrooper Han, Raid Han, Young Han, and Veteran Han. And this is based off their statistical speed because obviously Young Han can go the fastest. However, the op 
or the correct answer would be Veteran Han. What did you put? I put Right Han. Okay, I put Young Han. <laughs> uh, Wrong again! Yeah, not, not... We suck again! <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whew. These are these are tough. These are I like it. Though. I do too. This is Fun. incredibly difficult. All right. Next question. All right, next question. Which Han can buff other allies? It says which Hans can buff other allies. All right. Next. Which Hans can buff other allies? Raid Han and Captain Han. Uh, Stormtrooper oh Han. This is gonna be terrible. Cap oh my God! Whoa. Uh, Raid uh, Han and Captain Han. Stormtrooper Han, Captain Han, and Raid Han. Young Han and Raid Han, or only Raid Han. What did you select? I picked a Young Han and Raid Han. God damn it! I picked Raid Han and yeah. Captain Han. Son of a. <laughs> it happens. It's 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 hard sometimes. This is this is going very poorly for me. <laughs> I don't know right, my. We got haunts. two more questions. We got two more questions. All right. All right. Here we go. Next question is, which Han is the best? Is that really the question? You did not say That's next. I. Okay, sorry. Next. Wait on this thing to load up. Which Han is the best? I don't know. I got it right. Uh, very nice. Well, the answers are WTF, Vet Han, duh, seriously? And Tesh. I, of course, selected <laughs> Tesh, and I got it correct. What did you select? <laughs> I select seriously, and I got it correct. <laughs> they are all correct answers. So there's, supposedly, there's one more question: Which Hans can inflict debuffs that, if conditionally, that if conditionally cannot be resisted or evaded? Next. Uh. I I don't know. There's just Raid Han, Stormtrooper Han, Raid Han, and Veteran Han. Raid Han, Captain Han, or Captain Han, Young Han, and Veteran Han. What did you select? I selected Raid Han and Captain Han, which was the correct Damn answer. Damn you! I didn't pick that one. But I also got zero one. points for Holy it. Holy crap. I also got zero points oh, for Oh, so. man. You crushed me. So... The final score ended up being 4,987 to 3,858. You beat me by over 1,100. That is very bad. Very, <laughs> very bad. So, uh. It happens, my friend. It happens. Oh. So. I like this Kahoot. It's fun. Second place was Firus from Dagobah. Represent. I see you, buddy. Meowbaka. 4,789 points. And then fourth is Joker41 NAM. And then we got Wake. Wow, this is pretty interesting. So if you go to the overview of the app, you can see the percentage of people that answered it correctly. 
Oh yeah. Which Han is the fastest? No one got right. <laughs> that is of the people who have done it so far. So uh, again, this will be up for six days, six more days. So, you know, check it out, test, see if you are better than us at trivia. Hopefully you were doing a lot of, doing it a lot, uh, a long, uh, it makes it a lot more fun and this is pretty fun. So this will be something that we probably keep going in the future. Uh, you know, the only thing with Kahoot is it does require different types of questions. So, you know, no more like fill in the blank and stuff like that. But um, as for now, we're probably... But we may throw in some non-Kahoots here and there to try some of our older type of questions. Exactly. To keep it there you go. That way, but uh, yeah. That, that was fun. And I, I'm really excited to see more people try the trivia from this week and see where my my score ranks there so indeed so uh yeah check uh you know check out the kahoot and start battling us in trivia this will be you know we do it every week so the code will be in our discord discord.me slash shattered order it will be we mentioned it in the stream it'll be in the show notes as well make sure you download kahoot and uh like i said we're gonna put this on youtube so we're going to start putting our trivia on YouTube, so make sure you subscribe there at youtube.com slash shattered order pod. We're also on Twitch, twitch.tv slash shattered order, patreon.com slash shattered order. If it's a.com slash shattered order, we probably own it. Uh, Twitter.com slash shattered order. Like I said, we own them all. Uh, anything else that I missed? I think you hit all the nails on the head, my friend. All righty. Well, why don't we wrap up this episode and we will catch you guys next week. Sounds good. Catch you later, guys. Later.